you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Now, I'm falling asleep, and she's calling a cab while he's having a smoke, and she's taking a drag. Could you run that by me again? <laughs> I'll continue. Now they're going to bed, and my stomach is sick, and it's all in my head. Mr. Brightside, the killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you like that song? I didn't know it's a contest. I thought I had a ch- No, I know that song. I, I that's a great song. That video. Yeah. Dude, Eric, that's Eric Roberts' best role he's ever done in his life. I'm not a huge fan of the song. I just like it for the meme quality to it. Yeah, that's I, Julia Roberts' uh, brother in the movie. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. What movie is this? It's a music video. Oh, the in the music video. You said a movie. Well, that's what. Okay. It's, it's a film. Straight. It's it's a video role. What's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys here again, doing uh, Facebook for the first time in like two months, probably. Six months. Uh, six months. Sure. Joined by Terrence Riley of Agonorsa Leaf. Uh, I think this is the second time we've had you on. Thanks for showing Absolutely. up. Yeah, I, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, so uh, are you into football at all? Y- yes, sir. Okay. Are you a Miami fan, Dolphins? No, I, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a, an America's team fan, the Patriots. The New England Patriots. It's not America's, America's team. team. Uh, it's not America's they team. They are now. In the 70s, it was Dallas. Now it's now. It's <sighs> all right. It was like the Roman Empire was great runs, remember? In like the you know what? You know what? I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna bring up the Roman Empire later. Uh, so I don't know if you remember last time, but usually we have uh, a word of the day because I would teach spelling, and so I'd ask like a middle school word, and you would have to try to use it in a sentence pertaining to cigars. But now since we're online, I'm doing history, and so I'm just gonna ask a history question about ancient Rome. But I don't know how I'm gonna relate to cigars. Oh my god! Throw it out! Throw it at me! Constantinople. Okay, no. Oh, okay. shoot. I lost my uh, audio or uh, visual. Uh, one economic policy that led to the fall of the Roman Empire. So on a test, I asked for uh, six Inflation? Three. Yeah, there you go. That counts as one. Yeah. Boom. Tyler, give me another uh, one. Herpes. No. Um, I had... A student today on a test write divorce and the emperor not allowing it because people should have been allowed to divorce. I think that's the Lex Julia, but uh, I don't think that has anything to do with the fall of the Roman Empire. Oh my goodness. I want to throw my computer. That was bad. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I'm fucking around with this thing. Um... I know the Lex Julia had to do with uh, children, having children, I believe. <laughs> Um, real quick, I want to, Tyler, what are you listening to? Uh, uh, okay. Sorry. Go on. All uh, right. I'm ready. Yeah. Shout out to Frank of goat cigar club. Thanks for the letter sticker and patch. Uh, I think Tyler, you sent him one of our stickers, right? Not yet. Um, Dude, come on. Hear me out. out. Hear me out. Um, I didn't get my, uh, letter, so I didn't have his address. So I was waiting to get my letter. 
to send him so I can get his address. I'll shoot you his address and I'll message him. I got the package today, but before we go any further, Terrence. Yes. Should I smoke the Bonsai from the original release or should I smoke the Warped uh, 1988, my birth year? My birthday's in one week, guys. I'm, I'm letting you. I'm letting you make the decision. It's like Sophie's choice. I can't. I can't decide for you. It's only my wait. I've had two cigars today. I started off with a JFR Connecticut, and then the new Crown Heads. You got to pick. I'm not gonna pick. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh my God. All right, I'm going the. I'm going bonsai. Bonsai. You, it is. you have to make an Instagram poll, and then wait 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> are you guys? <laughs> those uh instagram reels i think it's new i think it's like it's like the tiktok of instagram now Have yeah i don't know how to use that oh uh, yeah yeah i've seen those yeah i don't know how to well i haven't posted anything in a, a minute but i don't i mean all the reels that are on our insta page are all just girls dancing yeah like a and they're few. mostly tiktok videos yeah they're like tiktok videos that they reposted on instagram <laughs> i do think there's going to be a market for the cigar community with those types of videos. I agree. I agree. There's a market on TikTok. Really? I, I, okay, I thought about getting into it to see, but I never took a peek. I don't, the, the, the organic reach is good. And uh, like, I have, I have a couple of videos on there that have like 32 million hits. Dang. What? For real? Yeah. Dang. It's like if, you, if you post, but it has to be stuff like, like, it's always like cigar rolling videos. It's like uh, videos from the factory or the fields. Like that stuff get, will, will generate a lot of hits. Like uh, just like if you post a picture of like, or you post a, like a video of cigars or talking about cigars or something like that, it doesn't really have the impact. Like even if it's a good video, like we'll, we'll post like actual like well-cut videos on there and it doesn't make any difference. But if it's something of the factory or the, you know, the field or somebody rolling or harvesting tobacco, they get, they get high views. Um, cool. Who's the who's the dude with the long hair who did the uh, videos you guys recently put out? It's a uh, Brian Brian Morris is a, a rep in uh, in the southeast region. Now one of our reps in the southeast regions, I should say, and uh, and he uh, got together with a local uh, uh, producer and uh, they did the videos, which they I thought they did a great job. So he's uh, he's not a broker; he's a rep for you guys. Yeah, he's a rep. Yeah. Oh, how many reps do you guys have, or like um, in-house sales do you have? Uh, we have two. Dope. Uh, what's everyone smoking other than Tyler? Because so pretty much, <laughs> Terrence, what are you smoking? Yeah, so me. <laughs> I'm smoking the uh, Agnor Sleeve Signature. I gotta get in the. There we go. Agnor Sleeve Signature uh, Corojo, the uh, Corona Gorda size. Very tasty. Nice. I'm smoking a Clonstein Viaje. It's a small batch exclusive. Nice. It's good stuff. Hey, have you guys tried to make sourdough bread before? <laughs> not yet. Uh, I'm not so, much of a baker. <laughs> me neither, but I'm, uh, I'm trying, and it's just I can't get it to work. It's super simple. It's just flour and water until you get the starter going, uh, and it just keeps dying on me. That's the end. I just want to know if you guys have <laughs> right, yeah. bread. I almost feel like you guys have switched roles this time around. Like, like you're saying more of the random things that I was used to Tyler saying, and now it's it's, it's yeah. almost reversed. Well, Tyler says random things that no one wants to comment on. I thought sourdough bread would be a like a <laughs> center talking point. 
<laughs> like what kind of flour do you guys use? <laughs> yeah. Where's the yeast? How much yeast? Uh, I love uh, um, old school where they have the running gift or the running gag of they keep giving the bread maker to everybody for a gift. <laughs> like, is it a they, bread maker? I thought it was a toaster. Uh, oh my God. I'm pretty sure it's a bread. Let me look. It could be a bread maker. I wouldn't bet my life on it. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's a bread maker. I'm not going to look it up though. Don't look it up. Um, but let's live in suspense. Back to cigars on Instagram. I've noticed in like the last year, a lot of uh, brothers of the leaf, sisters of the leaf, who are not with a company necessarily, make their own decals or designs, kind of like branding their, themselves. Um, have you guys noticed an uptick in that? So yeah, I'm, I think, you know, it definitely seems more and more people are, are kind of trying to create a, a you know a brand for their for their themselves basically and uh and so whether it's patches or kind of like they have a theme to their videos or whatever it is it seems that uh but i think that's more common across everything it's not just cigars okay that could be i just i haven't seen people with logos just on instagram until i think this last year because we have um eric brother of the leaf e-man came up with his uh, Cigar Charo has one. Nixtagram, uh, Nixtagramming, it's got yeah. like the fish. Uh, I post alone, isn't that I post alone? Um, Kim Smokini and J- JP too. Even though he has a podcast, he has a logo for a podcast and then one that's just him. I don't know. That was kind of cool. People are doing that. <laughs> I, I didn't like it at first though. It's so easy to do. You know, it's kind of like. When I was a kid, I had my own pog maker. I made my own pogs. You remember that, Terrence? <laughs> yes, I remember pogs. I, I never made any of my own, but yes, I, did, I, I remember they existed, yes. I tried to forget, but you just reminded me, so thank you. Um, I was looking up uh, FUBU jerseys the other day. I'm thinking about buying <laughs> one. They're like 25 bucks on eBay. Bringing back FUBU and uh, Jenko jeans. Yeah, I just saw from... Uh, Two chocolate bunny heads, and they'll, they'll probably accept the offer. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm, sa- I'm saying you could probably get them cheaper than twenty five dollars. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I should check. To, I should check, uh, like Goodwill or uh, Salvation Army or uh, what the fuck's the other one called? Saint Vincent, Saint Mary, Saint whatever. I don't know. Yeah. A thrift uh, mart. Sir, are you destitute? No, no. I'm looking for clothing that nobody would ever wear and pay for anymore. I'm looking for something that I probably owned and donated in the 90s. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> Have you guys smoked any cigars recently that you thought aged out? And you just let them rest too long? That's a good question. Hmm. I, I smoked one that I definitely didn't let it age out which is the complete opposite of what you're asking i had a i had a garden of the farm uh, 2017 uh I, I saw the box date and uh it was excellent absolutely excellent oh what nice. size did you have uh jj jj that's a little petite robusto right that's rambo the jj is oh. the regular robusto okay um for me i mean i don't have a ton of age stuff i'm hoping to get there i mean um, one thing I, I think was a little aged out, but I, I hear is coming back around, which is, I don't know, is the, uh, the Tatawahe, um, 
Jackal or Jekyll, the, the Casa de Monte Cristo um, shop exclusive with the Sancti Spiritus wrapper. Um, I heard it was past its prime. Now I hear that it's coming back. I don't know how, I don't know how like, a, like a zombie. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> what, so that's what the word is on the streets, man. Um, but I haven't had it myself. Uh, um, no, Can I can't hold them of, back in the, the warehouse. No, they, it was a shop exclusive and they, it was like the biggest one they've ever done that Tad ever did. Huh. Um, so they had a bunch of them. They came like a cool, like, it looked like a monster series. It came in a cool dress box. Pretty sure. Yeah. How was that, um, Mil Diaz you had earlier today? Um, I, it was good. It was, it's weird because with that factory, the, um, uh, Pichardo, um, in, in Nicaragua, I think they use a lot of um, Jalapa tobacco because I always get this like metallic kind of taste. And I was asking somebody like, like what that taste is. And he's like, that's Jalapa tobacco. And then I look at all the blends and most of them feature that Jalapa. The ones I've smoked feature uh, the Jalapa tobacco. I don't know if, if you get maybe, that. Maybe if, it, maybe if it's not good. What, well, what, what's your characteristics of, what do you think not, of? Not metallic. <laughs> I mean, also, I guess it depends on what seed they're growing. I mean, that yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask this person exactly what uh, what seed or priming even, or if that even makes a difference. But um, I liked it a lot. Yeah, um, it was good. I liked the uh, it. It tastes the same as a pre-release. You know, sometimes you get like a sample and it tastes nothing like the um, like the. Uh, you you like the metallic taste. That's a no. It's yeah, I was gonna say that's usually a bad quality. I mean, perceived. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's different, but usually when somebody says that cigar tastes metallic, that's usually not a good sign. <laughs> I, it's diff. Okay, like, does Talked this have halapa in it? Does yeah. this have halapa in it? Almost that's everything we use. Yeah, almost everything we getting. use. Has yeah, you're getting you're getting metallic. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like you get it on all our cigars. Um. Almost no, every not. cigar has jalapa tobacco. Which would you rather um, have in your mouth, pennies or nickels? Nickels. Since, <laughs> I was asking Tyler since he's the uh, I, I, I was answering metallic one. aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, the shoe fits. No, I mean, it's it's a change. Of, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, you guys know how much I smoke a shit ton of Aganorsa stuff, so I must like it. I'm not liking it because I want to be friends with Terrence, you know. I mean, that's just a plus, you know. So, um, n- next question. <laughs> well, I brought up the Mil Diaz because uh, John Huber was just on ICS, International Cigar Society, on our Zoom last week. Uh, and Terrence, you're going to be on, I think, this upcoming week or a few days from now. Uh, Friday. Um, Nice. So I, I want to know when quarantine just started and you started to do these online Zooms, was there something that you tried to prepare for that now you're not as worried about? Prepared for on the Zooms or prepared for is like a general condition? On the of- Zooms, as in like you thought this would be different from in-person uh, lounge events and ended up not being so different? I think it's basically, you know, keeping order was originally the concern and it doesn't seem to be, 
at least now as much because guys can, you know, they, they figured out how to use it and you can mute people. Um, I think in the beginning it was a little bit like some guy would have the TV on the background and then like it would over interrupt and then, you know, people would be talking at the same time and, and, and that kind of thing. I think that that was a little bit of a, a learning curve, um, but it, people figured it out pretty fast. I don't think it was a big deal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the the events go or the uh, the events going. I see a lot of like what you're doing with with different clubs, but I don't see a lot. Of, I mean, I think most of the shops are opening now, so I think that. Well, again, I, I think that the shops are opening, but generally speaking, depending on where you are in the country, there's different rules on what can go on, and some of them uh, still won't have a lot of them. Actually, most of them won't still have events, um, so that obviously plays a role. Um, and then some people, I think, just like this now. I mean, I think there are some people that, like, if they went into shops, uh, you know, they didn't go often, uh, or they're still nervous about hanging out in shops. And so for them, they would prefer this type of um, interaction for whatever reason. I mean, again, if, if they just said tomorrow they waved the magic wand and everybody could go back to normal, there would be, this would obviously, you know, drop to some degree. But I think that this isn't going away, uh, regardless of, you know, what happens? I think that, uh, first of all, I should be get, I should have that TV linked up to something like a picture of me, just like doing like arm curls. That'd be dope. Your camera's but, uh, too bad anyway. Wouldn't matter. I know. Dude, it's fucking brand new <clears throat> Apple Mac. Anyways. Uh, I, I'm, I disagree. Well, I mean, dude, zoom meetings are tough, man. Cause you're try a try like you're interrupting people and uh, like I was never big into the chat groups and all that, like the forums. It was for me is I met all my cigar friends through uh, the cigar shop. Maybe that's why I don't have too many friends. Um, but, uh, but again, you're, you're just applying your, your own experience to everybody else. Like, yeah, I would prefer to be in a shop, but I, I, I think that there's lots of people that, that this is more comfortable for them for, for whatever reason. I think that's Dom. I don't think Dom has any friends. Yeah, you had to throw cigars in there to make it relevant to the conversation. I haven't actually, but, I haven't been to my lounge in, I think, a month and a half. Which lounge? Which lounge? Uh, I'm in California Bay Area, so West Coast Cigars and uh, Ohlone. Oh, yeah. Terrence, have you been to a lot of sit-down restaurants? Since COVID or in my life? <laughs> Since COVID. Uh, I've been to some. I've, I've got a kind of a good story about one of them. Uh, back in Florida, like in May, in May, end of May, I guess it was, or maybe early June, they started opening things up uh, for a while and then before they shut it back down again, um, at least in Miami. And, uh, and so you could go to a restaurant, but with, with the masks, they wanted you to wear a mask anytime you're standing. And this is when, like, now people are kind of used to that. But in the beginning, people weren't, weren't kind of, you know, used to it yet. And, uh, and so we, I went uh, with our sales rep, uh, Jeff Groover, for Florida and, uh, and his girlfriend. And, and we were at a, a table. And when they got there, or I was there early, and when he got there, he forgot his mask. And so they wouldn't let him sit down. Like, and, and so I got up and gave him my mask. But then I realized I was standing up without a mask. And they, they, it was so funny because they were like so nice. It was like they were so nice to you. But, it, but then it was kind of like in uh, something about Mary. If you like touch the guy's ears, he went bonkers. It was yeah. like so nice otherwise. If you didn't have a mask, like they went crazy. Like 
and, and like, so somebody was standing up tucking their shirt and they're like, ah, you gotta put a mask on if you stand up. It was like, he's not, he's at the same table. You know? Anyway, so, so finally we got to the table and we had the dinner and again, the, certain, the, the waitress was amazing. She's really nice and, uh, and professional and was great. And then again, Jeff goes up to go to the bathroom and he forgets that he needs a mask. So he's in the bathroom and like the female manager runs in the bathroom while he's relieving himself and, and starts yelling at him to put on his mask or he's got to leave. And then at that point, they kind of, I think he kind of took umbrage to, uh, you know, her, her manner and uh, they started to get into it and it worked out for me because the meal was supposed to be on me. And so he just, he just paid for it because the, they called the police on us. And so uh, he just said, give me, give me the check and he paid it and we left. So that was back then, but now it's more, again, now, now it's like everyone's kind of more used to it. So people do put their masks on when they get up and sit down. And then if they don't, like nobody really says anything because, you know, there's, they don't really care. So it's kind of like a, a weird situation where people use their masks more, but there's like when people don't, like nobody says anything. Yeah, that, yeah that's uh, crazy. Um, <laughs> we, ours just got extended two more months to uh, mask everywhere until November 31st. Um, but it's like, we're at a cigar shop and people like they got to wear a mask. I'm like, if you're eating and drinking and smoking a cigar, I mean, you, you can't do it with a mask on. So, um, but, uh, I was, I'm in this like fucking food group in Milwaukee and someone was bitching about, um, this was my, what I was going to ask food you group? about. Yeah. It's like, uh, just talking about Milwaukee, uh, cuisine, I guess. So um, you look at a food pyramid and you just pick one of the food groups. Well, it's like uh, different restaurants and such. So <laughs> someone's like, oh, who's got the best fish fry? Who's got the best uh, ham rolls on Sunday? But um, somebody said that they were charging $2 for a bottle of water and they won't give you any tap water. And she was bitching because she has a, a kid with a disability and he can't, he needs a lot of water because he has something wrong with his swallowing food. And she was absurd that she had to pay for three bottles of water, which is six bucks. I mean, if you can't afford to go to a restaurant and spend six bucks on a bottle of water, maybe you should sit at home. But uh, she guilted the waitress into paying for the water. I don't know. I got, first of all, fucking pay for the water. Who gives a shit? What, what do you guys think? Am I, am I being heartless I mean, here? Tyler, you, you have a house. You have a private humidor with like 50 boxes in it so mm -hmm. she probably didn't have that much she's you know she has a kid yeah stop judging six dollars for two glasses of water three bottles of water it's bottled water bro well, well number one why is it that much two bucks for it's a, a restaurant water? everything's like expensive Disneyland price yeah, but it was it what type of water was it like poland springs or was it like a, a nice bottle of like high-end you know, magic water. That was like natural. Is it purified? From, yeah, it sucks probably from probably uh, tap water from Esteli. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, well, then that then that was a ripoff. It's it's two bucks. Who cares? Pay it. You know, this poor well, waitress had to pay for it. I mean, but I like why? I mean, I, to me, that I agree with you that you shouldn't make a scene and you should just pay for it or not go. But why can't you have tap water? It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I I guess, but I mean, because they're like the restaurants here are doing like uh, paper menus, they're doing um, uh, paper straws, or 
uh, napkins. You know, they're not, they're like doing all this shit. Paper, paper so they're costing. What is this? I want paper napkins. <laughs> I want, I want uh, stainless steel cutlery when I'm eating my uh, McRib. Um, but, uh, you want both forks. Yeah, I want a spork. Well, no, never mind. No, salad fork. Uh, salad dude. fork. Dumb salad dumb. fork. Okay, yeah. Um, S- spork. What <laughs> restaurants are you going to? Uh, who has spork? Dude, that's a genius thing, man. I don't know what you guys are hating on it for. But, but, uh, I found, commonly found it, you know, nicer restaurant. Uh, I bet Applebee's got them. <laughs> you got me there. I don't know why people are hating on Applebee's so much lately it's like a big joke it's not very good you're paying a good amount of money for food that's just basic and it's yeah. it's like basically garbage i mean it's like yeah. fro- it's all frozen like pre-made stuff it's not even the fresh i once had a uh got some boneless wings and i've been the one and it was raw no yeah now nah, there you go <sighs> yeah applebee but i'm just saying i think there's undue hate on applebee's i think it's a it's a, it's a step higher than McDonald's. I mean, I'm not. No one's saying it's a, the Olive uh, Garden of Italian food. It's a, McDonald's knows that. what it is. It has a, a market. Applebee's. Uh, I feel like they try to be more fancy than they are. Yeah, it's they're 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 pretending to be something they're not. But just, you, just just be you. That's all. That's all we're saying. To Applebee's. Just be you. Okay. Now that I'm doing random shit. So Terrence, well, I've listened. <laughs> I've listened to quite a few of your interviews, and you talk about how you guys changed the name, obviously, from Casa Fernandez to Agonor Salif. Yes. And you always make a point to bring up Letterhead that you have to switch to Letterhead. Is Letterhead that expensive? Like that's always like a focus. Well, it's, it's always one of. The, I mean, it's one of those things that you don't think about when you have to when you have to change everything. So you know, you have you need a new email. Uh, you need a new letterhead. You need new envelopes. You need new. I mean, these are all things that you don't think about, but then you have to you have to go have them all done. So it's just a, it's like a lot of little things. I'm not saying specifically letterhead is is like oh my god we can't do this letter guys what we is, delay the supreme leaf tour. Yeah, we yeah, need the we, correct letterhead. Yeah, I'm not. That's not was it my point. My point is that there's a, <laughs> a bunch of minutia that if you don't change and some of the stuff we still haven't done to be honest with you. There's still some things that that uh you know, we use of the old, of the old uh, logo and things that I would prefer not to, but one thing at a time. I just, it's funny because I'm listening to it and I'm like, he's going to talk about the letterhead. He's going to talk about the letterhead. And then, you know, it's stuff you don't you're, think about, like letterhead. Are listening to one right now? No. Are you talking about, okay. Because you're listening to something earlier while podcasting. I was listening to us to make sure it was working. Would you rather have me not do that? And yes. Just, Listen, listen, don't 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 get uppity. Let's, let's take it easy. We're we're, we're we're having a let's not take a turn to negative town. We're having take a good it easy. Time here. Take it easy. Okay, foil. Was that you or was that somebody else who came up with the foil on everything? Now, I'm well, a fan. I, again, on everything. It's on. We put it on <laughs> two things basically. We we put it on the lunatic. It, it was just an extent, like on the so on the lunatic, the the El Chiquito size, the four and three quarters by seventy. That had foil, and the other sizes didn't. So it didn't make any sense. It was like, why does this have foil and not the others? So we just put it on, on all of them. Uh, and then on the, the, the signature series, we put foil on it. I think it dresses it up nicely. But 
those are the two things. Can you uh, be in yes, touch with your, my idea. Metallic yeah. Tyler, do you light them up with a foil on? Yeah, um, that's no wonder you're getting metallic. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm getting guys, metallic from your cigars, especially the ones with the foil on. Okay, that's where we're going to talk about. I'm not talking about tasting fucking uh, all these crazy metallic. That's, a, that's not that crazy. It's not crazy. That's a, that's a, you know, a neg- a usually I don't a think that's a negative thing. Oh, it's metallic? I mean, blood earth? tastes metallic. All the iron in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got, well, I do have low iron, um, but yeah. I'm wondering. I'm anemic, pretty much. Um, where are they going with tasting notes? Uh, is there a picture of me and you, Terrence, in my room? My smoke room? <laughs> 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 I, I I couldn't tell you. Call in if you know the answer. Um, I think it's a tie between Mo and Skip for the most pictures we have. I have with somebody. I believe Terrence, that's I don't think. Are you guilt tripping him into taking more photos? I don't think Terrence made the the wall of wall of fame. We got Matt Booth. I'm not. I'm not Wait. there yet. No, we got. I'm not there yet. I've got. It's got. It gives me something to aim for. We got a lot with Nick. Terrence, I don't know how. Wow, that's. Oh no, you're up there. You're you're up oh, there. Phew. Me and you at TPE when. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm gonna tell you what that uh that um lunatic loco that 80 ring gauge we sell a shit ton of those, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a great uh great cigar, man. Yeah, hey, if you so made it in of... a 90 ring, then I'm on board. <laughs> I give this again something to aim for. Speaking of wall of fame. How come, as a society, we decorate our walls with paintings, pictures, clocks, we decorate our floors with rugs and tables, but we don't really decorate our ceilings other than fans? That's like the only, is there another type of, well, okay, chandeliers, well, if never mind. What if you're in the Vatican? Yeah, well, different, different uh, civilization, different culture. But our culture, like, why can't we put paintings on the wall, on the ceiling I meant? I have posters mirrors above my wall. On the ceiling? Yeah, above my bed. Really? No, you don't. No, I don't. Come on. Actually, I do have some posters. If you go up my uh, up my stairs, I put some on the wall. I think I have... We are going to talk about movies, but I have a poster of Boys in the Hood, um, Boogie Nights, uh, Social Network, Terrence's favorite movie. Yeesh. And... <laughs> Uh, Radiohead, but yeah, um, I have a poster on the ceiling in my staircase. No, no, it's really gone out of style. Mosaics. We, should, we could use more of those. What are those? Yeah, I like mosaics. Yeah. What are mos? It's like those. Uh, it, there's a lot of religious ones you see them in churches. It's like a little. It's a picture made up of little stones. What's your kind of like? You take a. You go to Goodwill instead of buying Django jeans. You buy some old plates. You cover them with a towel, smash them, uh, get some concrete. It's Jenko. Glass too, but J-N-C-O. I'm sorry, I'm not an old geezer. Wow. I do turn 32 in a week. My golden birthday. You're almost the age of Christ. 33? Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to go start going to church more, I think. So... My church oh, closed. Well, I mean, I went, they're still doing it, but outside. I went to a movie a couple weeks ago. There was three people in the theater. What Tenet? movie did you see? Tenant. 
Ooh. How was yeah. that? Um, it was very complicated. Um, yeah. and I had to pull up Wikipedia to follow along the plot line. Um, but the ending was satisfying and that's uh, Denzel Washington's son who's in the movie. He's, he's pretty good in it. He sounds just like his pops. You pulled out Wikipedia after the movie or during the movie? During the movie. There's Dude, only three of us on. there. I don't care if there's three of you there. You don't do that. That's rude. <laughs> okay. That's where we draw the line. Yeah. The, it's the not your experience. We're just trying to help you. You can't They're get on the. Home. They were on the bottom floor. I was listen, on the way the point. at the top. Listen, I've listened to you. Now you listen to me. Okay. It's, very, it's, it's very rude. And I would appreciate you not doing it again. I can't tell you not to. You're a grown man. You can do as you want. But I would say not to do it again. That would be my suggestion there. I've said my piece. These is artists that- creating these films, this, this cinema experience, it's meant to be enjoyed to take you into the world of the movies. It's, and you're it's just, basically sacred. Yeah. You don't even put your phone on vibrate. You turn your phone off because that vibration causes you to pull away from the story. I thought you are not following along. Get together, dude. What's worse? It was Applebee's. Get together, baby. <laughs> is, it, is it worse to bring, pull out your phone during a movie or open up a can of soda or a big two liter of Coke and then go, <laughs> what's more annoying? Well, what? I don't want to pick because both are bad. That kills me, bro. When you, if you bring your own soda to a movie, that kills me. That's cheap. Have you done that? Yeah, it's pretty bad. No, I haven't done that. You don't bring your own snacks either then, I hope, because you're... Com- no. Okay, good. 95% of the reason I go to a movie is to get uh, popcorn. You can't get that experience at home. Dude, um, have you tried making your own popcorn? From Colonel, I'm not talking about buying the packs. Yeah, you put it on the stove. I have the yeah. thing. You, you yeah. turn it. Throw in some spices. Yeah, you can just put it in a pan. You just put it in a pan with some butter or olive oil on the bottom and oh, yeah. turn up the heat. I like cranking it. Yeah. (laughs) There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So movies, uh, it was fun, man. I really hope people start going to movies again. Well, now if people keep pulling up Wikipedia, that's why I don't go to movies. There's people in there pulling up Wikipedia, laughing at unfunny parts, asking the person next to them that they don't understand what's going on. That's kind of ruins the movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. There's, there have been, I've experienced great, theater experiences with people like usually on a premiere when everyone cheers when something happens and it's warranted and you kind of get excited with it with everyone but yeah i just people ruin movies more often than not do you guys cry easy in movies (laughs) no not 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 generally (laughs) but if you're like involved in it and you have like a vested interest you don't what's a movie that you cried about what what movie did you cry over gotta be a good Uh... good crier uh, um, million Dollar Baby. Um, That's okay. Uh, Grand Torino. When they, when he, spoiler alert. When Clint Eastwood pulls out the fake gun, and then he gets shot. Bambi. Uh, up. I am Legend. He's got to kill the dog. When the dog gets bitten, that's his only friend, his only what ally. About, what about Howard the Duck? Did you cry during Howard the Duck? Never seen mm-hmm. that. Very tragic you're, movie. You're showing your age. What about Never Ending Story? Don't doesn't like a horse die in there? Right yeah, away in the movie? Dies. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Uh, I Dumbo. 
they're making he's getting made fun of because of his ears. I could felt that when you were like a kid or now, like you would see Dumbo oh, now and you would. I would probably like, cry, you, yeah, because I'm I'm a victim of bullying, being a heavy heavy guy my whole life. Yeah, so I could, I could relate to Dumbo and his ears. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> Definitely Bambi though. But yeah, recently, uh, recently, yeah, I did. I do cry in movies, even now. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Like I Am Legend came out well in high school. I remember crying the first time I saw Godfather Part Three because <laughs> it was so I, terrible. In, in, in I Am Legend, I was rooting for the pestilence. That's how bad that movie was. <laughs> but you have to okay anything with an animal. I mean. That German Shepherd, when he gets attacked by the... What about Cujo? Did you cry for Cujo? Okay. Uh, no. But I think I saw that. No, I definitely didn't cry during that. Or Jurassic Park, when the dinosaurs die in Jurassic Park. Does that make you sad? No, because those aren't real, but like... Uh, well, German you, Shepherd... you think they actually killed the dog in the movie? They didn't actually do that. Thank you. you. Know? Good point. But it's but it's more believable, a German Shepherd getting bitten by zombies. I, I, am, I Am Legend is more believable, you, you'd say? Um, but I can't think of anything recently. What are your thoughts on Boogie Nights, though? P.T. Anderson. It's a you know I I used to not like when I first saw the movie I didn't really like it, and then uh and then I hated some of the other stuff P.T. Anderson did originally like Magnolia I didn't like. Oh yeah. And then uh and but then There Will Be Blood is awesome. Uh, his more recent stuff is is really good. And then I went back and I saw Boogie Nights again and. From a cinematic perspective, I appreciated it more. Dude, that's such a tragic movie, man. Just uh, but we were talking about movies the other day at the cigar shop. Like, I don't like movies where, like, you dig yourself a hole and then it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Like the uh, before the devil knows you're dead. Have you seen that, Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. no, I haven't seen it. Uh, I hear Uncut Gems. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen it yet, but the Sandler, I haven't seen it. Couldn't get past the first five minutes. Uh, fuck. Maybe I don't like tra- to be stressed out. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like stressed out. Like, like uh, before the devil knows you're dead is a great fucking movie. They they end up robbing from their parents, but they have somebody else do the robbing, and then something bad happens, and then ten more bad things happen. And uh, I just don't like those movies. It's very like unsettling. I don't like horror movies either. That's, no, yeah. I don't like horror movies. Not at all. We are agreed. But, or I was one time in a, I was at an event and, or I just finished an event in like Portland, Oregon, and and uh and we were we went afterwards went to go get dinner and it was like a <laughs> pub and they had the TVs on but the TVs had no volume and they had like one of the Michael Myers movies and he's like chasing this little girl and he's like she's like climbing she's in her like nightgown she's climbing up into like a you know a loft or something and he's like slashing at her feet and I was like. Who the hell wants to watch something like this? It's like it's bizarre. It's like I don't know. I have, I have no like no, the, the Walking Dead. I don't want. I have no interest in any of that stuff. That's not uh, to me. That's yeah. It's, American it's Horror Story. I I never really got into no that. interest. Um, have you been watching any good TV? I saw this. Uh, God, I, there's a, a there was on Netflix. There was a German uh, dark series. Dark. Yeah, I saw the first season of Dark. Yes. Which. Which again is it shows you that you basically have to binge watch shows. Like if I if I didn't binge watch that, I would have absolutely no idea what was going on. 
Like it, it, it was so like the characters are so connected in different ways that, that if you watched like one episode and watched another episode, like a week later, you'd be like, wait, who are all these people? It, it was, uh, but it was pretty good. I thought it was an interesting, uh, uh, you know, interesting show. Um, I started watching uh, Raised by Wolves. That's the uh, Ridley Scott directed the first two episodes, and he what the fuck? Uh, and he he produced it. Hold on, guys. All right, carry on. Is it your cat? Yeah, but I have my door. She must have gotten outside. Maybe. All right, hold on. Fuck this shit. Carry on. God damn it. She climbed through your giant vent. So uh. How's it going? It's going great. Um, Terrence, you a fan of chartreuse drink? No, oh, I was gonna say the color. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never had a, the drink. All right, I'm a fan. I'm trying to broaden my horizons and get like Amaro's from Italy and other uh, bitters and stuff. But I'm a you fan. like Negronis? I, I like Boulevardiers better. So with rye whiskey instead of gin. Gin? Yeah. Not a gin guy? I know I'm a gin guy too, but I just prefer uh, the rye version. I don't think I've ever had that. It's pretty good. Um, it depends. I've made them myself and they were good. I've ordered them at a bar and it just it stank. Problem is, is like any drink that's not really common, you have to be careful because the bartender probably like you order an old fashioned and they give you like an orange in the whole thing. It's like it's like an orange with old fashioned drizzled over it, mm. it's like, and they put like the the maraschino cherries in it instead of the black cherries. Simple so you just syrup. have to kind of know, yeah, you yeah. have to kind of know who you're dealing with when you order drinks someplace. Well, that's why I I've grown used to margaritas made from scratch. So I don't like the the sugary ones you can get at uh, Taqueries or anything anymore. It's not my style. Oh, Tyler's back. I think he's back. I'm losing my fucking mind. Was a cat inside and you thought it was outside? Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe it was a second cat. It's like a second shooter like JFK. Anyways. Troiner's cats. One's outside, one's inside at the same time. Hey, I'll tell you what. The neighbor. Oh, what's that? The neighbors next door, man, they got quite the Halloween setup. It's fucking freaky, man. Check out my story on Instagram or Facebook. They're back. I'm going to take some pictures later tonight or tomorrow morning. Raised by wolves. Pretty good. <laughs> Confusing as fuck. Um, a pretty decent comedy was on uh, Apple with Jason Sudeikis. It's about, like, soccer. This guy is a uh, college coach in the U.S., and he goes uh, to London and starts coaching a professional club out there, and it's, it's pretty funny. It's, uh, you know, it's not, like, super laugh-out-loud funny, but it's kind of heartwarming, but, like, not, like – it's got the chick from Game of Thrones in it, the, um, the nun who would uh, terrorize people. She ends up getting killed by the mountain. Never seen Game of Thrones. Oh my god! I, how? What? Why? Well, why not? I would. I would say, watch it because it was so good for a, a long time. But now, I mean, I'm sure you know that the ending is going to be disappointing. Yeah, people. Yeah, people hated the ending or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Sopranos ending. What do you think of that? 
Awesome. I thought it was great. The audience gets killed. That's what happens? Yeah, like because you you think the whole time that that whole last season they kind of set it up that you never see it coming and and all that kind of thing, and you think that Tony's going to get whacked, and then you get whacked. I swear, the funniest thing about Sopranos is I don't know the character's name, but uh, he ends up getting one of the guys. He he turns out he's gay, and uh, he ends up getting a job at a construction site like it's his first time having like a real job so he he gets to work i think it's a farm isn't it a farm or something uh he like yeah yeah you're to, yeah he maybe, goes up maybe to the it's woods a or something to hide out because they're gonna kill him and he's at a farm like and, he, and he's got to do like manual labor yeah and he's like oh it's got to be lunchtime and he looks at the clock it's like 9 a.m <laughs> he had been out there for an hour because i've had jobs like that where i worked in a factory and i worked 12 hours overnight and the thing is, like, you don't want to check the clock ever because it was 12 hours. We got two 15-minute breaks. And I remember, like, I'm not going not gonna to look at my watch, not going to look at my watch. And then you're, like, you finally, like, exhausted. You look at the watch. It's been 17 minutes, and you still have 10 more hours. I mean, <laughs> I, I could relate to that so much on so many different fucking levels. But I, my problem with TV is I don't – like the boys, I think the boys is, is kind of cool. It's on Amazon, but I think they try too hard to be like um, shocking, like in some of the stuff. Do you guys have you guys seen the boys? Season two is not as I'm good seeing. as season one. And yeah, that's why they were different because it was the Game of Thrones type violence that comes out of nowhere that you don't expect. But yeah, they're, they're starting too many different plot points and the characters I'm not buying. Well, and then some of the – and the characters' names are awful. They're like – like the person's supposed to be like Thor. Uh, her name is Stormfront. Someone Mother's like Super, Milk. Yeah, someone's uh, is Homelander, like supposed to be Superman. Like I'm thinking like what's harder to come up with a name for, uh, a superhero or a fucking like cigar? Like all the names are taken for cigars. Like what can you come out with? And same with superheroes. There's not like all the cool superhero mm. names are taken. It's like all the cigar names are taken too. They just do what um like Romacraft and uh um just with like letters and numbers essentially. Illusion, don't Sim- they do that too? Simtex. You think that's a good name for something? Could be Sim- either a superhero or a cigar. Simtex. Is that like a grenade? It's an explosive. Yeah. Grenade, yeah. You don't play Call of Duty, do you, Tyler? I haven't played in months. I thought, well, Tyler, you wouldn't be Simtex, you'd be a Simtex. I, I definitely Ooh. would be. <laughs> it is September. Uh. But hey, let's bring this back to cigars a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, you guys had a really good 2019. You guys had an even better 2020, man. That that Supreme Leaf, man. Thank you. Uh, was you guys sold a shitload of? How many boxes were those each run? Well, again, it, this is always the thing. It's not. It's not that many. I mean, the first run was 500, <laughs> and the second run was. 2000 now we sold them very quickly so that's good and they sold through at retail quickly which is even more important obviously um but that's not that many boxes ultimately i mean we sell more jfr in like a couple weeks than we do of of that but it it creates excitement it gets people you know fired up for the brand and for them what what comes next and so yeah that's been great for us The, the the cuban 109 has been really successful 
the Lunatic Torch, which is a regular line, uh, has, has done really well. Which is honestly, that's always uh, more rewarding in a way is when a regular line is, is doing well. Because on the, the, on the Limited, I mean, yeah, you, you sold it, but could, could it have sold day in and day out? You know, you never know. Maybe yes, maybe no. But with a regular line, there's no, there's no own, you know, uh, there's no need to instantly buy it out of fear that, oh, well, this is going to be here next week. I, I got to buy it now. Um, whereas on a regular line, you know, ah, well, I can always get that next week. So they tend to yeah. have more of a following if, if you're selling it. So, but yeah, but you thank guys, you. it's been a great year. Yeah. But you guys never really like, I mean, you came out the, the anniversary every year, but you guys aren't dependent on, you know, it's just something like a reward kind of, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so for the 109, like it's 250 boxes, it's nothing, but it's made by one roller. You can be very selective in wrapper. You can be very selective in the tobaccos you use. So it allows you to do some fun things. Um, that's again, it's really more of a reward for the for the consumer. Like the factories hate that stuff. Like that, like like people always ask, they're like, oh, what's like a, a tobacco that only you know there are five bales of ever or something like that, and like like farmers hate that because it's not really valuable to them like they want something that they can produce on on a, on a greater scale consistently over time um so that's really where you know what keeps the the lights on but obviously for the consumer it's nice to get something that that's exclusive and you can only get you know maybe once and that's it um so last time i placed the order with you guys i wasn't clear enough of what i wanted and I wanted the the Aganorsa Connecticut Robusto and Toro, and then you sent me the uh, the JFR uh, Connecticut and and uh, the Connecticut Toro and Robusto. Um, those are really fucking good. But what's the what's the difference in the two blends? I mean, they both have the same Connecticut wrapper. Yeah, I mean the the, the Connecticut uh, Aganorsa leaf Connecticut is a little stronger, um, partly because they're smaller cigar. You know. Uh, a Connecticut that's strong in a six and a half by 52 or a six by 60. Um, I, I don't think on that biggest cigar, it's really what a Connecticut smoker wants. They're, they're a little bit more on the low medium side. Um, the Aganorsa leaf Connecticut is, I would say is a, a true medium cigar. It's got some, it's got some kick to it. So I would say strength profile is really the biggest difference. Oh, so wait, which one's stronger, the JFR Connecticut or the Aganorsa Connecticut? I'd say the, the Aganorsa Connecticut. Unless you disagree. Yeah. No, no. I, I haven't had that one in a while, but um, I do like – I had that, the JFR this morning, and I had one when we first got them in. Um, that's a uh, – I mean, for the fucking price, that's uh, – the Robusto is what, 5 by 52 Yeah, 5 by – yeah, 552 Yeah, uh, I think we have it for 650 I mean, that's that's a good um, – good, yeah. good bang for your with, buck. Uh, Wisconsin tax yeah 50 cents uh state tax yeah um must be nice yeah fucking yeah, more California yeah. cool um yeah and then the the torches um have been doing well especially the, the the 60 ring gauge one um those have been doing well I did try the 70 ring gauge um and uh that was like smoking a beer can. <laughs> it's a different experience, man. You know, they run the, you're talking about you know, for the torch, right? The mad. Yeah. Book. Yeah. On that one. I think the flavor is the best on that, which kind of annoys me because I don't mm-hmm. like a, that big of a cigar, but I, I tend to smoke those more because the, I like the flavor more. 
You said um, now that that's the same blend as the old torch, right? Yeah, it's the same blend. We, it, the, the difference is essentially the sizes, the packaging, and that we also, the, the, instead of a shag foot, uh, it's a brush foot and it's much shorter. The, with the original torch, you had to smoke the shag foot for, I'd say, close to 20 minutes, maybe more, mm -hmm. before you got to the actual wrapper, which is really a little bit too long. It's not the purpose of it. With the, with the new edition, you smoke the brush foot for like maybe five minutes and then it hits the wrapper. So it has the effect of kind of waking up the palate. It's it's not, it's not really balanced, but it, it's got a lot of, you know, kind of zest to it. And then uh, when it hits the wrapper, it becomes more complex and even and balanced. Um, and that's what the point of that is. It's not to smoke the tobacco without the wrapper for a half hour. It's Sorry, Dom. It seems like it, the wrapper is a little darker. Is that, am I going crazy or is that I mean, different? You, no, it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's Koroho 99 Jalapa. It's, it's supposed to be the same grade i mean sometimes you get a little bit darker in terms of the shade from from box to box but it should be pretty much the same thing and uh so whose idea was it to bring that one back bring that or bring that blend were you still making the torch no we we hadn't been making it kind of for a couple of accounts that that ordered it mm -hmm. but it was another one i mean the packaging looked terrible and it didn't it was one size it was in a 30 count box it just, uh, it was a great blend. Like people would say it was a, gr a great blend. They loved the blend. Um, but, uh, but it was just, it just didn't work because even if it was with all our products, you wouldn't even know we made it practically. And, yeah. and the shag foot was just too long. Like somebody would smoke it once and they'd be like, Oh man, I really enjoyed the cigar, but they really didn't enjoy smoking just binder and filler for, for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and with the brush foot, it's, it's, you're, you're smoking the binder because it's, it's cut. So you're smoking the binder and filler in proportion to one another. The shag foot, you, you, it's like the tobacco juts out and you're smoking just, it's even more, it's, it's even more off than what it's supposed to be. So uh, th that was the main reason, but we wanted to do it because people always like the blend. Yeah. I like the, the 10 count box thing is nice. And uh, you know, you can, for a hundred bucks, you can get a box of cigars. You know, that's like when people come in and they're looking for something to um, like hand out to friends or like they're having like a, you know, something like a 10 count box is always nice because it's not super expensive. You know, you're getting quality cigars and then it's something like it just um, displays better than you bringing a bag full of cigars or a bundle full of cigars. Yeah. And I think what's nice about it too, it's a good celebratory cigar kind of, you know, the torch, it's like something different. Oh, yeah. It's a you know a bachelor party or event. You're kind of you know, light the torch. Who came up with the Vitola names? The uh, visionary Ma uh, Max, uh, Max Eduardo's yeah son. Because I was watching um, uh, the new uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie, and they said lunatic, and then they said he was a visionary. I'm like, was Max watching? But this movie maybe, came out. <laughs> maybe he was. I mean, to be honest, again, it shows you that like it's important to like pay attention to other people and they realize you get, I, I'm, it's a sign I'm getting older because I, the names I thought were a little too, too much originally, but people seem to like the name. So it just goes to show you that you got to listen. He's, he, Max is a little younger than I am. So he, he's maybe a little bit more in touch with, you know, the, the current uh, culture. Well, that's what I love is seeing uh, an old guy come in and he's smoking like uh let's say like Viaje smoking like a zombie or something like that. It's just cool to see like an yeah. old dude smoking something like, 
you know, you just wouldn't see him, you know, usually like a Fuente or something, but to see him smoking yeah. something strong and something called zombie or something called whatever the fuck some of these names are, I can't even think of any offhand, but I always think the, that's the death cool. bucket. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some like old geezer smoking that, I'd be like, oh, nice, dude. <laughs> this dude's cool. Yeah. So, Dom, you have a question? I've been, I took Not a question, a but um, when I uh, order from you next month, I'm also going to get one of those 70 ring gauge for my uncle because he pretty much only smokes flatheads. So, I'd like to give him something else to try. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Don, you kind of look like you have a halo around your head with the with the with the light coming in. You think yeah, kind of look natural. saintly. Look yeah. saintly. Throw up a mosaic window behind me. Yeah. So Terrence, you you missed a lot. Dom actually just moved. <laughs> so um it was we were in some troubled parts for a while because he wasn't able to smoke at his old place. Now he can now can do a podcast for real. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Much thanks, Tyler. We gotta we gotta get those backgrounds though. Like protocol, they have like the whole background with uh, their logo or something. I don't know. I painted a closet. Improve the mise en scene. Like wait, no, what you said earlier. Get your TV going with you doing curls on loop. That'd be great. Oh yeah, tobacco is my strength too, Terrence. <laughs> Bales of. No, when I was down in Esteli back in March, uh, I actually visited uh, your guys' factory. You would skip or you just went yourself? I went, uh, I just said, hey guys, you know who I am? And they said, get the fuck out of here. No, uh, Nick uh, took me there. Oh, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I saw the, they were building a new curing barn, I think, when I was there. At the, not at the, you mean uh, for fermentation? Or, Fermentation, there you go. Yeah. Whatever. It was a fucking barn. Let's not get semantic. No, I don't think it was a barn either. It was probably, you know, <laughs> a warehouse where they. There was lumber they involved. Had a few loans. Yeah. <laughs> there was lumber. lumber. <laughs> uh, they could have been building a fire. That's your standard. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of lumber and there was a lot of rhythmic um, hammering. Um, yeah. It was pretty cool. But the trees back there are beautiful, man. When are you going back down there, bro? I don't know. Rainier from uh, HVC is down there now, but he had to take a charter flight. It's, and he had to go through like El Salvador. It was a nightmare. I'm not doing that. When, when, it, when I can just fly down there like a, like a human being, I'll do that. <laughs> but, but if I have to go through like, you know, on the back of a horse-drawn carriage in a, in a, in a bucket or something like that, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that. That's pretty dope, though. If you can charter a plane... Well, it's it's their chartered flight. I mean, he didn't he didn't, you know, it's not like a Cessna that he flew in on. It's a it's a, a charter flight that had you know m- numerous people on there. It ain't cheap though. Even then, it's still expensive. Um, I saw that. Uh, I think Christian Arroyo's got his own plane or something. Yeah, he's. I think even I think he had a company that sold planes at one point, or maybe oh, okay. he still does. I don't know. Because they were heading up to uh, uh, New Hampshire. Um, for the uh, Cigar Authority, him and Husto were doing an event, and uh, I guess the windshield started to crack, so they had to come back down and uh, get the windshield replaced. No kidding. And uh, so they asked him, like, "Oh, how much is uh, how much does it cost for a, a new windshield on on the plane?" 
They're like, oh, it wasn't. It's not too bad. You know, fifteen thousand. We're like, oh my god, <laughs> not too bad. I was thinking like oh. nine hundred bucks. <laughs> you, you don't want to go cheap on your airplane windshield. No, that's uh, um, crazy. I was just doing some uh, um, training at work today about de-icing. So that that's coming up quick, man. We're going to start de-icing planes again. That's not fun. Real quick, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Uh, Dave West has internet again, so um, I haven't talked with him actually to see if we're going to start up Cigar Noise <laughs> Weekly again, but go check out the videos that we did a few months ago. We had a good string of them. Yeah. Terrence was on one of the uh, small batch Zooms with Dave. Yep. We had a great time. Yeah. You kept putting me in timeout, which I have no idea why. You know why. <laughs> well, let's just talk about it for a quick second. Matt Booth said that you get out of the shower to pee and I made a joke and then I got booted and then I left and they're like, come on, come back. So I joined back and they still had me in timeout and then I really left and then I came back and they let me back in. But that was kind of mean, Terrence. I never saw him. I didn't think he had a mean bone in you, but I well, learned, it was learned a lot about you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm tough but fair. <laughs> Judge Dredd. Are you, um, what's your obsession with Gabe Kapler? It's not so much I have an obsession with him. It's that, it's that uh, Will, Will Cooper hates him so much. And I just think that's funny. I did like him as a Red Sox player. He, he, was, uh, he was like a utility guy, but, you know, charged home plate hard. And, you know, was, he, he got into a couple brawls against the Yankees and things. So I kind of liked him, but the only reason I ever talk about him is because Coop hates him so much that anytime I have a chance to mention something positive about him, I do. It seems to be daily. I see, I'll be going through Facebook and I see Terrence Riley and I just see Gabe Kapler wouldn't have done that. And it had to do with like, oh. it's because he, he, he talks about him every day. And when he posts about him is when I say something. Otherwise I, I leave him alone. But anytime he brings up baseball and, and uh, you know, I can make a Kapler reference. I do. Are you watching sports right now? Football, football, baseball won. The Red Sox are absolutely were just terrible this year. So I didn't, I was interested in that. Um, I watched a little bit of the Celtics uh, heat, although even though I'm a Celtics fan, I almost want the, the heat to win because I like Same. Jimmy Butler. Same. Jimmy Butler started a coffee cup in, in, <laughs> in the bubble. He said, he said it's a business trip and his family can't come with him. And then he's, <laughs> and then he's 30 piecing people every night. So 30. I kind of, uh, I kind of like uh, I kind of like Jimmy Butler, even though I'm a Celtics fan. So I, I'm kind of neutral in the series. Uh, I'd like the Celtics to win, but if the Heat win, I, I wouldn't mind because I'm I'm kind of a fan of him. But other than that, um, basically just football. Yeah, I like the Heat too because Jimmy Butler played at Marquette, and then Tyler Hero has got the same first name as me, and he's from the same town. Really? He went from the, the same town that I went to uh, high school in. He's from Greenfield, too. Greenfield, Wisconsin. He went to a different high school, but the same city. So. Do you like Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade went, went to Marquette. Oh, yeah. Dwayne Wade went to Marquette, too. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was weird, man, because he took us to the Final Four. And I remember before, if you guys remember, um, right before he was drafted, they were like, they didn't think he was going to be good because they thought he was too small to be a shooting guard and too slow to be a point guard. And he turned out to be one of the top 20 players of all time probably a top seven shooting guard in ever 
I think I was it's, honestly his, his first couple of years he was amazing. I mean he was he was good throughout his career, but his his first couple of years he would just dive all over the place. I mean it's he had to stop playing that way or he was his career was going to be about eighteen minutes. But yeah, but I uh, like when, I, I remember his rookie year uh, the Heat went up against Indiana in the playoffs and the Indiana won, but he he played. It was like watching Jordan back in the day against the Celtics when he dropped sixty on them and they lost the series, but. But uh, but you you're like this guy is gonna be amazing. Yeah, he turned out to be pretty pretty solid. But yeah, I haven't been watching any baseball after the even the Bucks. They were you know I didn't watch much of that. But football, I'm you know I work Sundays at the shop, so I watched uh, the Packers. Jimmy so. Butler was forty piecing the the Bucks too. Uh, I didn't see it, so I wouldn't know. Uh, but yeah, Giannis got hurt, so that, that's my excuse. Even though he was, they were three and zero with Giannis. The Heat were three up three zero with Giannis hurt. So, uh, but hope, I think Giannis is going to stay, man. Everybody's gunning for him. I think Miami's gunning for him. Golden State, Dallas. I think he's going to stay, though. I think he wants to get Milwaukee a championship. You got that brand new what? arena. I was watching hockey until my Bruins got knocked out. Dom, what about you? You're a big football guy. You do fantasy and shit. Yeah, and I, I wanted to say uh, a little screw you to Rich, Crazy Canuck. Um, I played him in the ICS Fantasy League, and he put up over 200 fantasy points. In half point PPR. No, so if, if you play fantasy, you know that 200 is like a number that – Maybe one team will get to uh, the whole season. He he got I think two twenty or something. Just absolutely destroyed me. And I sent him uh, a few stickers, hoping they make it to Canada. Uh, if he gets some, he's gonna send some to Sean or to Smoke. Uh, if anybody wants stickers, hit us up. We got some. DM. We're branded. Here's my sticker. Tyler, uh, I'll send one to to your headquarters, man. Tyler, I've done so much for you. I got a patch. Even... You sent yeah, me I got a patch. A, I've got a beg for a sticker. No, I was gonna ask you if you wanted. The funniest thing is, I gave. I don't know if I'd, I might have showed this last time, but I gave Skip uh, a sticker, and he was looking like he was gonna put it on the front of his laptop, and then he looks over at me, and he flips the laptop over and puts it on the bottom. <laughs> No, he's, he's, like, on there. he's like, I think that's where you guys belong. We're the <laughs> on the bottom where no one could ever fucking see it. <laughs> well, what if somebody, you know, stole it? They when they picked it up, they might see it. Uh, yeah, they steal everything off his porch. Could happen. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That truck he got sick though, man. The Ford F one hundred or some shit. F one fifty. I don't know. F one hundred. Nineteen sixty five. He had that puppy going up to one hundred and thirty on the interstate. I made sure to have my seatbelt on and my helmet on. Oh, Gabe Gabe Kapler. I think he's got a big cranium, like uh, John Jaha and me. I haven't haven't measured it. Yeah, I heard he's got a notorious big dome. (laughs) Like like Peyton Manning. Another reason to like him. He played for the Brewers, I think. Kapler? I think so. Are you a, a Bill Simmons fan? 
I haven't really listened to him at all in a long, a long time, but I, I used to back in, when, in his Boston days, like I used to, I used to read his blog a lot. Uh, but then I, I'd say in the past, like six years, I, I don't think I've read anything he's, he's done or, or, or written or, or the, you know, I think he left ESPN a few years ago and haven't really kept up with him. He, uh, he doesn't write anymore, but he, um, oh, that explains it. <laughs> he does a podcast and I think you might be interested in one. It's called the rewatchables. So it's like, uh, he'll have on a couple of film nerds and then it's him who's just making funny shit about, but they did seven yesterday. Oh, yeah? That was their 150, uh, 150th podcast. Um, Great movie. Yeah. Fincher. Fincher. He's one of my favorite directors, man. He's great. You got Fight Club. You got Seven. You got The Game. I haven't seen The Game in a long time. I'm going to watch that hopefully tonight. Or I'm going to try to. Benjamin Button wasn't a great movie. But I you, haven't it seen can't that. can't all be winners. And of course, the show, social network is terrible. But God, I don't, that's a bad take, Terrence. I'm sorry, man. It's not a good that's movie. A, that's a bad take. Not good. Um, I feel like I like Benjamin Button. I've only seen it once, though. Like, Benjamin Button is like Forrest Gump with a guy that ages backwards. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. Nah. And it's a great it's a great reference. What about Panic Room? Panic Room is a good it's like meant to be like a B movie. It's 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 good. It's good for what it, it's supposed to be campy. It's not supposed to be you know, I, I think he did a good job of what it's supposed to be. Gone Girl, he did a good Gone job. Girl? He's great uh, at like adapting novels to because both Gone Girl and Fight Club are better movies. Than or the books? equally good. It's either equally good or better than the book. Like it's a, it, it's like a photo finish at best but it's definitely you know a lot of times a book is like even when the movie's good you're like ah oh, the book was way, way better there's only a few movies i can say that about but fincher's done too where they're both he took everything that was good about the book and, and put it into the film uh girl with the dragon tattoo yeah you know i saw the sw- the swedish version of that first and then i saw that one so i don't know if i because i knew the, what the ending was and everything i don't know if i mm. i enjoyed it as much I thought it was good. It, I, you know, I didn't. It was my favorite, but it, it, I didn't dislike it. What do you think um, of some of his casting? Sorry, Dom. What of some of his casting choices, like Social Network, Justin Timberlake, and then uh, uh, Gone Girl, Tyler Perry as a lawyer. I thought he was good, and then Neil Patrick Harris as the the, the yeah, loser ex boyfriend. I it, thought they were fine. Yeah, his casting's great. I think he does. A, I think he does a great job on those. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, overrated screenwriter. Yeah, I mean, I think he's kind of a he's a little bit of a one trick pony. It's kind of like this very, you know, it's like he's he's making plays that are movies. Like it's kind of the same dramatic tension, and you know, you have these soliloquies and this you know witty banter. And I mean, I think he's good, but it's kind of similar everything he does. Uh, Terrence, so we're we're over an hour now. Um, I want to make sure I get my last topic in real quick. Uh, before we let you go, analogy. So if chandeliers were a cigar, what cigar would they be? Davidoff. I'm leaning that way too. I'm trying to think of Atabay. I'm trying to think of one though that has like some refractive. uh, Atabay is like like an old school fireplace. I just think of the Atabays and those beautiful uh, the ceramic? tubes. Yeah, well, the, the ceramic and with the, the tubos. tubes. Yeah, yeah. With the, they got some kind of humidity thing in there too. Chandeliers. Yeah, hum- humidity, fire. 
far. <laughs> I don't think that really makes any sense, but. <laughs> I'm saying a chandelier is nice. Wait, why are you saying fire with chandelier? Wait, no, maybe I am. Chandeliers are nice. So are those tubos. Well, I know. Okay, so the Gurkha ghost or ninja has that iridescent band. What other bands have done that? Viaje Skull and Bones. Yes. Okay. Um, the the flower something, Daisy. Daisy Cutter and Daisy Cutter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but sh- chandeliers are they're kind of like they're elegant but kind of simple. You know, they're not they're not. They're, what kind of chandeliers this, you have? You're thinking of ceiling fans. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of chandeliers. I mean, they're elaborate, but it's not like it's it's not like uh, a coat of many colors or anything. Chandeliers. Well, that's a great analogy, Dom. Thank you. Of course, gotta bring it back. I gotta do more videos. Is is that a, a Swifter wet backpack behind you? Uh, no, it's just a broom. <laughs> just a run the mill broom, you know. All right, standard. Okay, got it. Everyone's so got if, it. What kind of cigar would that be? That broom, run of a mill broom. You trying to do two analogies in one day? Yeah, it was in one at right, a time, right. dude. Let's not overdo it. Yeah, come on. What's the last movie you saw in the theater, guys? The Joker. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, that my, was the last that one might be I mine saw too. Before Tenant. What did you Which think of it? it? I thought it was disappointing. I thought I thought it was well filmed, but that it was there was no sense. Like he, obviously he's like influenced by like Taxi Driver, for instance. Like Taxi Driver, you're kind of the character you're not you're less sure what to make of him like he's kind of he's kind of awkward like you sympathize with him in certain ways but in other ways like obviously he you know it's more of a you know it's more of a debate as to whether he's like i I don't think the audience is meant to be on his side necessarily where in joker it's they do everything they possibly can to make you sympathize with the joker and, it, and that's not really necessary. They don't need to do that. I mean, you could you could just as you can just have the story tell itself. You don't need to have be hit think, over the head with like this guy is sympathetic. He he's really a he's really a product of his environment. Look at all these bad people that are around. Like it, it it's down on the dumps. Yeah. I I hold the Joker in the same light as I hold Donnie Darko. Uh, films Donnie that I thought great were great, but I don't necessarily want to see again soon because it was just so draining. What are other movies yeah. like that? Uh, you, you see Ghost, Ghost Story? That was one. I, I was like, ah, this was a really interesting movie. I hope I never see it again. With Whoopi Goldberg? I, no, that's Ghost. I'm talking about, like, oh. with, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays the Joker. What's his name? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix, he's like, he, he dies, and then he's, like, literally, like, a sheet ghost. And, like, he watches as, like, time goes on after he dies, and and his his wife or girlfriend like dealing with his death and then new people moving into the house and then just it, it it's it Sounds was like, like a six sense i haven't seen requiem for a dream but i feel like that fit in the category too that's one i yeah that's a that's a one view for me yeah it's another that's one that's a one view and thank, thank you include me you, out what do you think of that director uh now it's just that daring yeah. Darren, I can never say his last name, but I uh, thought yeah. the Aronofsky what, what, or something. 
What else has he done? I'm trying to think. The the wrestler I thought was good. Oh, yeah, the wrestler was great. Wrestler uh, was great. Black Swan. Black Swan I thought was okay. I thought it was good. And then he did uh, one with Hugh Jackman, and it was awful. The Fountain. I haven't the seen The Fountain. The Fountain, yeah, that wasn't very good. And then his first movie was... Yeah, Thibodeau or what? Not, not Thibodeau. What the heck is his, his last name? Thoreau or it's like a, it's no, got an X in there, doesn't it? Aronofsky or something like that. Darren is it Aronofsky? Yeah, you're thinking of the the writer who's married to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Justin you're right. You're right. But was it, didn't he have something to do with Black Swan? Oh, he was an actor in Black Swan. That's right. He was the he was like the director of the yes, yeah, you're the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a one time see for me too. Uh I forgot that dude's first num- first movie. Uh, okay, well, this is my last movie question. Uh, well, I got a couple more. Um, what are your thoughts on Mulholland Drive and... Come on, Tyler. Mulholland Drive is terrible. Terrible? And I'll, and I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you why it's terrible. Okay. Be, because that was filmed to be the, the pilot of a TV series that was going to play out over the course of years, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get it you know, going. And so he, he added like another half hour to it, and 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 people were like this is genius, and it's like ah, the guy just couldn't get his pilot filmed, and he threw in an extra half hour. Again, there's there's a lot of references to like old school Hollywood movies, like Gilda and all these things, and some stuff by uh, uh, Igmar Bergman and and all this stuff. So if you're like a movie buff, there's all this stuff in there that you can kind of enjoy. But I think ultimately, it's just a pilot for a TV show. That didn't get picked up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Dom, you you studied film, right? I did, but you guys know way more about directors than I do. <laughs> well, that's how I am. I always tell people that, like, they're like, how'd you get into cigars? Well, the same way I got into fucking movies is when I saw, I remember my dad taking me to see Kill Bill in the theater. And it was the first time I ever saw a Quentin Tarantino film. And he's like, I don't know if you're going to like it. It's probably going to be weird as hell. And then after I got out, I'm like, I got to find everything that this guy directed. And that's how, like, when I started at the other cigar shop I used to work at, I remember going through the humidor and I'm like, what is this lunatic stuff? And then I'm like, it just, I'm like, I never heard of it. And then I'm finding out all the stuff you guys, everybody uses your tobacco. You guys roll for a lot of people. It's the same kind of thing. Like you want to find out why do I like the cigar? Why do I like this movie? So when I, I get obsessed with shit like that, like I was obsessed with movies. I'd see a movie every single week, no matter what it was. I would just go and see a movie once a week with my dad. So I, I, I get way into the details of shit. Why do I like something? And then I was that way with sports. So it was, went sports, movies, now cigars. And then I still enjoy watching the occasional movie, but not like I used to, you know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan, but I hear a lot of his stuff is – he takes stuff and does a, it's inspired by something, you know? Yeah. He is like, like, uh, and, and glorious bastards, uh, uh, the searchers, there's like, a, there's, you know, or, or in, uh, what's the movie with, uh, Jamie Fox, uh, uh Django and Chained. Django and Chain, like the scene, like the scene where they're like shooting the guy up, they're up on like a cliff and that's from Unforgiven. 
Oh, okay. so so they do a bunch of he does a, again he's in the, the problem with directors is sometimes like they're so restrained by the studio in their early days is that when they finally get full authority to do what they want they kind of like throw up on this on the screen and it becomes <laughs> and it becomes like like a quentin tarantino movies are are now so quentin tarantino movies that that it's it almost takes away from the film because you're so you're reminded every two seconds that he's he's directing this i, I so will say I though think, very few directors have that freedom to do that now. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true, and, and, and when they, I mean, it's understandable. But it's not not all. Of, I mean, not all of them go to that extreme. If you look at like Stanley Kubrick, if you look at like Barry Lyndon, for instance, like Barry Lyndon is not like like The Shining. It's not you know, it's not like uh, Spartacus. Uh, you know, it, so he 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 kind of takes the. I don't feel his movies ever he ever overshadows his movies. Whereas a lot of directors, as they become more free to do what they want, they begin to overshadow the movie. Well, it's like, uh, oh, um, Hey guys, I have 16 minutes left in my battery and I still need to download this. Um, so I'll okay. run in and plug it in just a heads up. Okay. Uh, well, we'll wrap this up. Like I was listening to that, um, seven, um, rewatchable and that was Fincher's, second movie after aliens three i think which and he after, hated. yeah he said if he wasn't going to do another movie until he read the script for seven but um the or the ending was supposed to be just it would just, just go black. right to black yeah. yeah yeah and then so he's still mad at the studio that they said well we got to have morgan freeman come on and which do a yeah which would have been a much better ending by the way that just to go black tough. yeah yeah uh that, that uh, that's interesting but like um like you know, there's so many. You know, like you got the Coen Brothers stuff. I like so, so, some of it. Some of it's yeah. And then uh, I like Christopher Nolan, man. Inception, like Inception, fuck with my head. And I, you might not. I, I'm not a film geek like you guys, but uh, Inception, man. It was like, you know, I was thinking, you know, when you don't know if you're dreaming or not, then I'm start. I'm second guessing my life. You know, it's just <laughs> like that's did a you fucking see good Momento? movie. I was gonna ask you about Ment. I haven't seen it in forever. I should. I got the yeah, DVD. That's his, that's his first, I, at least first movie that I can think of. I, mean, I don't know if he did anything before that, but that's probably he, the he biggest movie. He did one or two time. before. Um, really? Yeah, but they're Are lesser okay? known. At least yeah. one before that. Yeah. Um, I thought Memento with Guy Pearce. I thought that was a great movie. Yeah, I gotta. I mean, because that I, I like that one. I had to go and read the Wikipedia plot line. I was still kind of lost. So I know there's a way where you can watch it uh, in chronological or, order, so you're not so fucking confused. What backwards? Like, <laughs> no, well, it's uh, you you know what it's like. It's different, you know. So if you can watch it and how it's how it goes, and not where they're flipping back through time, then it's like a, a straightforward, boring film. But you know, like I think Pulp Fiction. Tyler, yeah, I really have to make sure I run inside and plug this in before All this right. whole thing does. Terrence, thank you so much. It was good talking to you again. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, you guys have a great evening, and uh, appreciate everybody who, who tuned into this. All, all six of you, and uh, <laughs> we get more no, downloads really, later on. I, I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, I, I had a lot of fun. Thank you, Thanks, man. thank you. Thank you guys. Appreciate I'm you. falling asleep. Yeah. And she's calling a cab while he's having a smoke. And she's taking a drag. Could you run that by me again? <laughs> I'll continue. Now they're going to bed. And my stomach is sick.
and it's all in my head. Mr. Brightside, the killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you like that song? I didn't know it's a contest. I thought I had a ch- No, I know that song. I, I that's a great song. That video. Yeah. Dude, Eric, that's Eric Roberts' best role he's ever done in his life. I'm not a huge fan of the song. I just like it for the meme quality to it. Yeah, that's I, Julia Roberts' uh, brother in the movie. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. What movie is this? It's a music video. Oh, the in the music video. You said a movie. Well, that's what. Okay. It's, it's a film. Straight. It's, it's a video role. What's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys here again doing uh, Facebook for the first time in like two months, probably. Six months. Uh, six months. Sure. Joined by Terrence Riley of Agonorsa Leaf. Uh, I think this is the second time we've had you on. Thanks for showing Absolutely. up. Yeah, I, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, so uh, are you into football at all? Y- yes, sir. Okay. Are you a Miami fan, Dolphins? No, I, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a, an America's team fan, the Patriots. The New England Patriots. It's not America's, America's team. team. Uh, it's not America's they team. They are now. In the 70s, it was Dallas. Now it's now. It's <sighs> All right. It was like the Roman Empire was great runs, remember? In like the you know what? You know what? I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna bring up the Roman Empire later. Uh, so I don't know if you remember last time, but usually we have uh, a word of the day because I would teach spelling, and so I'd ask like a middle school word, and you would have to try to use it in a sentence pertaining to cigars. But now since we're online, I'm doing history, and so I'm just gonna ask a history question about ancient Rome. But I don't know how I'm gonna relate to cigars. Oh my god! Throw it out! Throw it at me. Constantinople. Okay, no. Oh, okay. shoot. I lost my uh, audio or uh, visual. Uh, one economic policy that led to the fall of the Roman Empire. So on a test, I asked for uh, six Inflation? Three. Yeah, there you go. That counts as one. Yeah. Boom. Tyler, give me another uh, one. Herpes. No. Um, I had... A student today on a test write divorce and the emperor not allowing it because people should have been allowed to divorce. I think that's the Lex Julia, but uh, I don't think that has anything to do with the fall of the Roman Empire. Oh my goodness. I want to throw my computer. That was bad. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I'm fucking around with this thing. Um... I know the Lex Julia had to do with uh, children, having children, I believe. <laughs> Um, real quick, I want to, Tyler, what are you listening to? Uh, uh, okay. Sorry. Go on. All uh, right. I'm ready. Yeah. Shout out to Frank of goat cigar club. Thanks for the letter sticker and patch. Uh, I think Tyler, you sent him one of our stickers, right? Not yet. Um, Dude, come on. Hear me out. out. Hear me out. Um, I didn't get my, uh, letter, so I didn't have his address. So I was waiting to get my letter to send him so I get his address. I'll shoot you his address and I'll message him. I got the package today. But before we go any further, Terrence. Yes. Should I smoke the Bonsai from the original release or should I smoke the Warped uh, 1988, my birth year? My birthday's in one week, guys. I'm 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 letting you make the decision. It's like Sophie's choice. I can't I can't decide for you. It's only my wait. I've had two cigars today. I started off with a JFR Connecticut. And then the new crown heads. You got to pick. I'm not going to pick. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh my God. 
All right, I'm going the, I'm going bonsai. Bonsai. You, you have to make an Instagram poll, and then wait 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> are you guys those uh, Instagram Reels? I think it's new. I think it's like it's like the TikTok of Instagram now. Have yeah, I don't know how to use it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. I don't know how to. Well, I haven't posted anything in a, a minute, but I don't. I mean, all the reels that are on our Insta page are all just girls dancing. Yeah. Seen like a and few. they're mostly TikTok videos. Yeah. They're like TikTok videos that they reposted on Instagram. <laughs> I do think there's going to be a market for the cigar community with those types of videos. I agree. I agree. There's a market on TikTok. Really? I I, okay, I thought about getting into it to see, but I never took a peek. I don't, the, the, the organic reach is good. And uh, like, I have, I have a couple of videos on there that have like 32 million hits. Dang. What, for real? Yeah. Dang. It's like if, you, if you post, but it has to be stuff like, like it's always like cigar rolling videos. It's like uh, videos from the factory or the fields. Like that stuff get, will, will generate a lot of hits. Like uh, just like if you post a picture of like, or you post a, like a video of cigars or talking about cigars or something like that. It doesn't really have the impact. Like, even if it's a good video, like we'll, we'll post like actual, like well-cut videos on there and it doesn't make any difference. But if it's something in the factory or the, you know, the field or somebody rolling or harvesting tobacco, they get, they get high views. Um, cool. Who's the, who's the dude with the long hair who did the uh, videos you guys recently put out? It's a Brian, Brian Morris is a, a rep and uh in the southeast region now one of our reps in the southeast regions i should say and uh and he uh got together with a local uh, uh producer and uh they did the videos which they i thought they did a great job so he's uh he's not a broker he's a rep for you guys yeah he's a rep yeah oh so how many reps do you guys have or like um, in-house sales do you have uh, we have two dope uh what's everyone smoking other than tyler because so pretty much, <laughs> Terrence, what are you smoking? Yeah, so me. I'm smoking the uh, Agonor Sleep Signature. I got to get in there. There we go. Agonor Sleep Signature uh, Corojo, the uh, Corona Gorda size. Very tasty. Nice. I'm smoking a Klonstein Viaje. It's a small batch exclusive. Nice. It's good stuff. Hey, have you guys tried to make sourdough bread before? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, I'm not so, much of a baker. <laughs> me neither, but I'm uh, I'm trying, and it's just I can't get it to work. It's super simple. It's just flour and water until you get the starter going, uh, and it just keeps dying on me. That's the end. I just want to know if you guys. Have <laughs> right, yeah. Bread. Uh, I almost feel like you guys have switched roles this time around. Like like you're saying more of the random things that I was used to Tyler saying. And now it's, it's, it's yeah. almost reversed. Well, Tyler says random things that no one wants to comment on. I thought sourdough bread would be a, like a <laughs> center talking point. <laughs> like what kind of flour do you guys use? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's the yeast? How much yeast? Yeah. Uh, I love uh, um, old school where they have the running gift or the running gag of they keep giving the bread maker to everybody for a gift. <laughs> like, is it a they, bread maker? I thought it was a toaster. Uh oh my god! I'm pretty sure it's a bread. Let me look. Could guys. be a bread maker. I wouldn't bet my life on it. I can't remember. Pretty sure it's a bread maker. I'm not gonna look it up though. Don't look it up. Um, but let's live in suspense. <laughs> back to cigars on Instagram. 
I've noticed in like the last year a lot of uh, brothers of the leaf, sisters of the leaf, who are not with a company necessarily, make their own decals or designs, kind of like branding their, themselves. Um, have you guys noticed an uptick in that? So yeah, I'm, I think you know. It definitely seems more and more people are are kind of trying to create a, a you know a brand for their for their themselves basically and uh and so whether it's patches or kind of like they have a theme to their videos or whatever it is it seems that uh but i think that's more common across everything it's not just cigars okay i could be i just i haven't seen people with logos just on instagram until i think this last year because we have um eric brother of the leaf e-man came up with his uh cigar charo has one Nixtagram, uh, Nixtagramming, it's got yeah. like the fish. Uh, right. I post alone, isn't that? I post alone. Um, Kim Smokini, and J JP too. Even though he has a podcast, he has a logo for a podcast, and then one that's just him. I don't know. That was kind of cool. People are doing that. I didn't I like it at first, though. It's so easy to do. You know, it's kind of like when I was a kid, I had my own pog maker. I made my own pogs. You remember that, Terrence? <laughs> Yes, I remember Pogs. I, I never made any of my own, but yes, I, did, I I remember they existed. Yes, I tried to forget, but you just reminded me, so thank you. Um, I was looking up uh, Fubu jerseys the other day. I'm thinking about buying one. <laughs> They're like 25 bucks on eBay. Bringing back Fubu and uh, Jenko jeans. Yeah, I just saw from uh, two chocolate bunny heads, and they'll, they'll probably accept the offer. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm, sa I'm saying you could probably get them cheaper than twenty-five dollars. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I should check. I should check, uh, like Goodwill or uh, Salvation Army or uh, what the fuck's the other one called? Saint Vincent, Saint Mary, Saint whatever. I don't know. Yeah. A thrift uh, mart. Sir, are you destitute? No, no. I'm looking for clothing that <laughs> nobody would ever wear and pay for anymore. I'm looking for something that I probably owned and donated. <laughs> In the 90s. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> Have you guys smoked any cigars recently that you thought aged out? And you just let them rest too long? That's a good question. Hmm. I, I smoked one that I definitely didn't let age out, which is the complete opposite of what you're asking. I had a, I had a Garden of the Farm uh, 2017. Uh, I, I saw the box date and... Uh, it was excellent. Absolutely excellent. Oh, what nice. size did you have? Uh, JJ. JJ. That's a little petite Robusto, right? That's Rambo. The JJ is oh. the regular Robusto. Okay. Um, for me, I mean, I don't have a ton of age stuff. I'm hoping to get there. I mean, um, one thing I, I think was a little aged out, but I, I hear is – coming back around which is i don't know is the uh the tatawahe um jackal or jekyll the the casa de monte cristo um shop exclusive with the sancti spiritus wrapper um i heard it was past his prime now i hear that it's coming back i don't know how, I don't know how like, a, like a zombie yeah i guess that's <laughs> what so that's what the word is on the streets man um but i haven't had it myself uh um, no, Can I can't hold them of... back in the, the warehouse. For no, fees? they, it was a shop exclusive and they, it was like the biggest one they've ever done that Tad ever did. Huh. Um, 
So they had a bunch of them. They came like a cool, like, it looked like a monster series. It came in a cool dress box. Pretty sure. Yeah. How was that um, Mil Dias you had earlier today? Um, I, it was good. It was, it's weird because with that factory, the um, uh, Pachardo um, in, in Nicaragua, I think they use a lot of um, Jalapa tobacco because I always get this like metallic kind of taste. And I was asking somebody like, like what that taste is. And he's like, that's Jalapa tobacco. And then I look at all the blends. And most of them feature that jalapa. The ones I've smoked feature uh, the jalapa tobacco. I don't know if if you get maybe, that. Maybe if it, maybe if it's not good. What? Well, what? What's your characteristics of? What do you think not, of? Not metallic. <laughs> I mean, also, I guess it depends on what seed they're growing. I mean, that yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask this person exactly what uh what seed or priming even or if that even makes a difference. But um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, it was good. I like the it. It tastes the same as a pre-release. You know, sometimes you get like a sample and it tastes nothing like the um, like the uh. You you like the metallic taste? <sighs> that's a no. It's yeah, I was gonna say that's usually a bad quality. I mean, perceived. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's different, but usually when somebody says that cigar tastes metallic, that's usually not a good sign. <laughs> It's diff okay. Like, does Locked this have jalapa in it? Does yeah. this have jalapa in it? Almost That's everything we use. Yeah, almost That's everything I'm we getting. use. Has yeah, you're getting you're getting metallic. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like you get it on all our cigars. Um, uh, almost no, every not, cigar has jalapa tobacco. Which would you rather um, have in your mouth, pennies or nickels? Nickels. <laughs> Since <laughs> I was asking Tyler, since he's the uh, I, I, I was answering metallic one. aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just saying the shoe fits no i mean it's it's a change of, i don't know it's uh i mean you guys know how much i smoke a shit ton of agonorsa stuff so i must like it i'm not liking it because i want to be friends with terrence you know i mean that's just a plus you know so um n- next question <laughs> Well, I brought up the Mil Diaz because uh, John Huber was just on ICS, International Cigar Society, on our Zoom last week. Uh, and Terrence, you're going to be on, I think, this upcoming week or a few days from now. Uh, Friday. Um, nice. So I, I want to know when quarantine just started and you started to do these online Zooms, was there something that you tried to prepare for that now you're not as worried about? prepared for on the zooms or prepared for is like a general condition on the of- zooms as in like you thought this would be different from in-person uh, lounge events and ended up not being so different i think it's basically you know keeping order was originally the concern and it doesn't seem to be at least now as much because guys can you know they, they figured out how to use it and you can mute people um, I think in the beginning it was a little bit like some guy would have the TV on the background and then like it would over interrupt and then, you know, people would be talking at the same time and, and, and that kind of thing. I think that that was a little bit of a, a learning curve, um, but it, people figured it out pretty fast. I don't think it was a big deal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the, the events going or the, uh, the events going. I see a lot of like what you're doing with, with different clubs, but I don't see a lot. Of, I mean, I think most of the shops are opening now. So I think that 
Well, again, I, I think that the shops are opening, but generally speaking, depending on where you are in the country, there's different rules on what can go on. And some of them uh, still won't have a lot of them, actually. Most of them won't still have events. Um, so that obviously plays a role. Um, and then some people, I think, just like this now. I mean, I think there are some people that, like, if they went into shops, uh, you know, they didn't go often. Uh, or they're still nervous about hanging out in shops. And so for them, they would prefer this type of um, interaction for whatever reason. I mean, again, if, if they just said tomorrow they waved the magic wand and everybody could go back to normal, there would be, this would obviously, you know, drop to some degree. But I think that this isn't going away uh, regardless of, you know, what happens. I think that, uh, first of all, I should be get, I should have that TV linked up to something. Like a picture of me just like doing like arm curls. That'd be dope. Your camera's but, uh, too bad anyway. Wouldn't matter. I know. Dude, it's fucking brand new <clears throat> Apple Mac. Anyways, uh, I, I'm, I disagree. Well, I mean, dude, Zoom meetings are tough, man. Because you're try, a, try, you're like you're interrupting people. And uh, like I was never big into the chat groups and all that. Like the forums. It was for me is I met all my cigar friends through uh, the cigar shop. Maybe... That's why I don't have too many friends. Um, but uh, but again, you're you're just applying your your own experience to everybody else. Like, yeah, I would prefer to be in a shop, but I I, I think that there's lots of people that that this is more comfortable for them for for whatever reason. I think that's Dom. I don't think Dom has any friends. Who smokes cigars? Do you have friends or not? Yeah, you had to throw cigars in there to make it relevant to the conversation. I haven't actually. But, I haven't been to my lounge in i think a month and a half which lounge which lounge uh i'm in california bay area so west coast cigars and uh ohlone oh yeah terrence have you been to a lot of sit-down restaurants since covid or in my life (laughs) since covid (laughs) uh i've been to some I've, i've got a kind of a good story about one of them uh back in florida like in in may end of may i guess it was or maybe early june they started opening things up uh for a while and then before they shut it back down again um at least in miami and uh and so you could go to a restaurant but with with the masks they wanted you to wear a mask anytime you're standing and this is when like now people are kind of used to that but in the beginning people weren't weren't kind of you know used to it yet and uh and so i went uh, with our sales rep uh jeff groover for florida and uh and his girlfriend and and we were at a a table and when they got there or i was there early and when he got there he forgot his mask and so they wouldn't let him sit down like and and so i got up and gave him my mask but then i realized i was standing up without a mask and they they, it was so funny because they were like so nice it was like they were so nice to you but it but then it was kind of like in uh something about mary if you like touch the guy's ears he went bonkers it was like so nice otherwise if you didn't have a mask like they went crazy like and and like so somebody was standing up tucking their shirt and they're like "Ah, you gotta put a mask on if you stand up it was like he's not he's at the same table anyway so so finally we got to the table and we had the dinner and again the 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 waitress was amazing she's really nice and uh and professional and was great and then again jeff goes up to go to the bathroom and he forgets that he needs a mask so he's in the bathroom and like the female manager runs in the bathroom while he's relieving himself and starts yelling at him to put on his mask or he's got to leave. And then at that point, they kind of, I think he kind of took umbrage to, uh, you know, her, her manner and uh, they started to get into it. And 
worked out for me because the meal was supposed to be on me. And so he just, he just paid for it because the, they called the police on us. And so uh, he just said, give me, give me the check and he paid it and we left. So that was back then, but now it's more, again, now, now it's like everyone's kind of more used to it. So people do put their masks on when they get up and sit down. And then if they don't, like nobody really says anything because you know, there's, they don't really care. So it's kind of like a, a weird situation where people use their masks more, but there's like when people don't, like nobody says anything. Yeah, that, yeah that's uh, crazy. Um, <laughs> we, ours just got extended two more months to uh, mask everywhere until November 31st. Um, but it's like we're at a cigar shop and people, like they got to wear masks. I'm like, if you're eating and drinking and smoking a cigar, I mean, you, you can't do it with a mask on, so. Um, but, uh, I was, I'm in this like fucking food group in Milwaukee and someone was bitching about, um, this was my, what I was going to ask food you group? about. Yeah. It's like, uh, just talking about Milwaukee, uh, cuisine, I guess. So um, you look at a food pyramid and you just pick one of the food groups. Well, it's like uh different restaurants and such. So <laughs> someone's like, Oh, who's got the best fish fry? Who's got the best, uh, ham rolls on Sunday. But, um, Somebody said that they were charging $2 for a bottle of water and they won't give you any tap water. And she was bitching because she has a, a kid with a disability and he can't, he needs a lot of water because he has something wrong with his swallowing food. And she was absurd that she had to pay for three bottles of water, which is six bucks. I mean, if you can't afford to go to a restaurant and spend six bucks on a bottle of water, maybe you should sit at home. But uh, she guilted the waitress into paying for the water. I don't know. I got, first of all, fucking pay for the water. Who gives a shit? What, what do you guys think? Am I, am I being heartless I mean, Ty- here? Tyler, you, you have a house. You have a private humidor with like 50 boxes in it. Mm-hmm. So she probably didn't have that much. She's, you know, she has a kid. Yeah, stop judging. Six dollars for two glasses of water. Three bottles of water. It's bottled water, bro. Well, well number one, why is it that much? Two bucks for it's a, a restaurant. Water? Everything's like expensive. Disneyland price. Yeah, but it was it what type of water? Was it like Poland Springs, or was it like a, a nice bottle of like high end, you know, magic water that was like natural? Is it purified? From, yeah, it sucks probably from probably uh, tap water from Esteli. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, well, then that then that was a ripoff. Bro, it's it's two bucks. Who cares? Pay it. You know, this poor well, waitress had to pay for it. I mean, but I like why? I mean, I, to me, that I agree with you that you shouldn't make a scene and you should just pay for it or not go. But why can't you have tap water? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I I guess, but I mean, because they're like the restaurants here are doing like. Uh, paper menus they're doing um uh paper straws or uh napkins you know they're not they're like doing all this shit paper, paper so they're costing. what is this i want paper napkins <laughs> i want i want uh stainless steel cutlery when i'm eating my uh mcrib um but uh, you want both forks yeah i want a spork well, no, never mind. No, salad uh, fork. Salad fork. Salad one. fork. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> spork. What restaurants are you going to? Uh, who has spork? Dude, that's a genius thing, man. I don't know what you guys are hating on it for. 
I'm just but, saying, uh, I found, commonly found it, you know, nicer restaurant. Uh, I bet Applebee's got them. <laughs> got me there. I don't know why people are hating on Applebee's so much lately. It's like a big joke. It's not very good. You're paying a good amount of money for food that's just basic. And it's yeah. it's like basically garbage. I mean, it's like yeah. fro- it's all frozen, like pre-made stuff. It's not even the fresh. I once had a uh, got some boneless wings, and I bit into one, and it was raw. No. Yeah. Now nah, there you go. Yeah, Applebee. But I'm just saying, I think there's undue hate on Applebee's. I think it's a it's a it's a step higher than McDonald's. I mean, I'm not. No one's saying it's a. The Olive oh, Garden of Italian food. It's uh, McDonald's it's like knows it. what it is. It has a, a market. Applebee's. Uh, I feel like they try to be more fancy than they are. Yeah, it's they're 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 pretending to be something they're not. But just, you, just just be you. That's all. That's all we're saying. To Applebee's. Just be you. Okay. Now that I'm doing random shit, so Terrence, well, I've listened. Now. <laughs> I've listened to quite a few of your interviews, and you talk about how. You guys changed the name, obviously, from Casa Fernandez to Aganor Salif. Yes. And you always make a point to bring up Letterhead, that you have to switch to Letterhead. Is Letterhead that expensive? Like, that's always like a focus. Well, it's, it's always one of the, I mean, it's one of those things that you don't think about when you have to, when you have to change everything. So, you know, you have, you need a new email, uh, you need a new Letterhead, you need new envelopes, you need new, I mean, these are all things that you don't think about. But then you have to, you have to go have them all done. So it's just a, it's like a lot of little things. I'm not saying specifically letterhead is is like oh my god we can't do this letter guys what we is, delay the supreme leaf toro yeah, we yeah, need the we, correct letterhead yeah I'm not that's not was it my point my point is that there's a, a bunch of minutia <laughs> that if you don't change and some of the stuff we still haven't done to be honest with you there's still some things that that uh you know we use of the old of the old uh, logo and things that I would prefer not to but. One thing at a time. I just, it's funny because I'm listening to it and I'm like, he's going to talk about the letterhead. He's going to talk about the letterhead. And then, you know, it's stuff you don't you're, think about, like letterhead. Are you listening to an, one right now? No. Are you talking about, okay. Because you're listening to something earlier while podcasting. I was listening to us to make sure it was working. Would you rather have me not do that? And yes. Just listen, listen don't, don't, don't get uppity. Let's take it easy. We're, we're, we're having a good, let's not take it turn to negative town. We're having take a good it easy. Time here. Take it easy. Okay. Foil. Was that you or was that somebody else who came up with the foil on everything now? I'm well, a fan. I, again, on everything. It's on, we put it on <laughs> two things. Basically we, we put it on the lunatic. It, it was just an extent like on the, so on the lunatic, the, the El Chiquito size, the four and three quarters by 70 that had foil and the other sizes didn't. So it didn't make any sense. It was like, why does this have foil and not the others? So we just put it on, on all of them. Uh, and then on the, the, the signature series, we put foil on it. I think it dresses it up nicely. But those are the two things. Can you uh, be in yes, touch it wasn't with my idea. Metallic yeah. Tyler, do you light them up with the foil on? Yeah, um, that's no why wonder you you're getting metallic. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm getting hey guys, metallic from your cigars, especially the ones with the foil on. Okay, that's where we're going to talk about. I'm not talking about tasting fucking uh all these crazy metallic that's a that's not that crazy it's not crazy that's a that's a you know a neg- a, usually i don't a negative think that's a negative thing oh it's metallic i mean blood earth? tastes metallic all the iron in there oh yeah yeah i got well i do have low iron um but yeah. 
I'm wondering. I'm anemic, pretty much. Um, where are they going with tasting notes? Uh, is there a picture of me and you, Terrence, in my room? My smoke room? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you. Call in if you know the answer. Um, I think it's a tie between Mo and Skip for the most pictures we have. I have with somebody. I Terrence, I don't think. Are you guilt tripping him into taking more photos? I don't think Terrence made the the wall of wall of fame. We got Matt Booth. I'm not. I'm not Wait. there yet. No, we got. I'm not there yet. I've got. It's got it gives me something to aim for. We got a lot with Nick. Huh. Terrence, I don't know how. Wow, that's. Oh no, you're up there. You're you're up oh, there. Phew. Me and you at TPE when. Yeah. Uh dude, I'm gonna tell you what, that uh that um lunatic loco, that eighty ring gauge, we sell a shit ton of those, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a great uh great cigar, man. Yeah, hey, if you so made it in of... a ninety ring, then I'm on board. <laughs> I give this again something to aim for. Speaking of wall of fame, how come as a society we decorate our walls with paintings, pictures clocks we decorate our floors with rugs and tables but we don't really decorate our ceilings other than fans that's like the only is there another type of well okay chandeliers well, if Never mind. what if you're in the vatican yeah well different different uh civilization different culture but our culture like why can't we put paintings on the wall on the ceiling i meant i have put posters above on my wall on the ceiling yeah above my bed really no you don't no i don't come on Actually, I do have some posters. If you go up my uh, up my stairs, I put some on the wall. I think I have. We're going to talk about movies, but I have a poster of Boys in the Hood, um, Boogie Nights, uh, Social Network, Terrence's favorite movie, and uh, Radiohead. But yeah, um, I have a poster on the ceiling in my staircase. No, no, it's really gone out of style. Mosaics. We, should, we could use more of those. What are those? Yeah, I like mosaics. Yeah. What are mos? It's like those. Uh, it, there's a lot of religious ones you see them in churches. It's like a little. It's a picture made up of little stones. What's your kind of like? You take a. You go to Goodwill instead of buying Django jeans. You buy some old plates. You cover them with a towel. Smash them. Uh, get some concrete. It's Django. Like glass too, but Django. I'm sorry, I'm not. An old geezer. Wow. I do turn 32 in a week. My golden birthday. You're almost the age of Christ. 33? Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to go start going to church more, I think. So Might just oh, close. Well, I mean, I went, they're still doing it, but outside. I went to a movie a couple weeks ago. There was three people in the theater. What movie did you see? Tenant. Ooh, how was yeah. that? Um, it was very complicated. Um, yeah. and I had to pull up Wikipedia to follow along the plot line. Um, but the ending was satisfying, and that's uh, Denzel Washington's son, who's in the movie. He's he's pretty good in it. He sounds just like his pops. You pulled out Wikipedia after the movie or during the movie? During the movie, there's Dude, only three come of us on. there. I don't care if there's three of you there. You don't do that. That's yeah, rude. <laughs> okay, that's where we draw the line. Yeah, the, the it's not theater on, experience. 
we're just trying to help you. You can't They're get on it the home. they were on the bottom floor. So I was listen, on the it's not way the point. at the top. You, listen, I've listened to you, now you listen to me. Okay. It's very it's it's very rude. And I would appreciate you not doing it again. I can't tell you not to. You're a grown man, you can do as you want. But I would say not to do it again. That would be my suggestion. There. I've said my piece. These is artists that- creating these films, this this cinema experience. It's meant to be enjoyed to take you into the world of the movies it's, and you're it's basically just, sacred yeah you don't even put your phone on vibrate you turn your phone off because that vibration causes you to pull away from the story that's why like you're not following along get together dude what's worse it was applebee's get together baby <laughs> is it is it worse to break pull out your phone during a movie or open up a can of soda or a big two liter of coke and then go <laughs> what's more annoying well, what? I don't want to pick because both are bad. That kills me, bro. When you, if you bring your own soda to a movie, that kills me. That's cheap. Have you done that? Yeah, it's pretty bad. No, I haven't done that. You don't bring your own snacks either then, I hope, because you're... Com- no. Okay, good. 95% of the reason I go to a movie is to get uh, popcorn. You can't get that experience at home. Dude, um, have you tried making your own popcorn? From Colonel. I'm not talking about buying the packs. Yeah, you put it on the stove. I have the yeah, thing. You, you yeah. turn it. Throw in some spices. Yeah, you can just put it in a pan. You just put it in a pan with some butter or olive oil on the bottom and oh, turn yeah. up the heat. I like cranking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so movies, uh, it was fun, man. I really hope people start going to movies again. Well, not if people keep pulling up Wikipedia. That's why I don't go to movies. There's people in there pulling up Wikipedia laughing at unfunny parts, asking the person next to them that they don't understand what's going on. That's kind of, kind of ruins the movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's, there have been, I've experienced great theater experiences with people like usually on a premiere when everyone cheers when something happens and it's warranted and you kind of get excited with it, with everyone. But yeah, I just, people ruin movies more often than not. Do you guys cry easy in movies? What? <laughs> No, not, not not generally. But if you're like involved in it and you have like a vested interest, you don't. Get What's a movie that you cried about? Gotta, what yeah. movie did you cry over? Got to be a good uh, good crier. Uh, um, Million Dollar Baby. Um, That's okay. Uh, Gran Torino when they when he spoiler alert when Clint Eastwood pulls out the fake gun and then he gets shot. Bambi. Uh, up. I am legend. He's got to kill the dog when the dog gets bitten. That's his only friend, his only what ally. About, what about Howard the Duck? Did you cry during Howard the Duck? Never seen mm-hmm. that. Very tragic you're sh- movie. You're showing your age. What about a Never Ending Story? Don't doesn't like a horse die in there? Right yeah, away the horse in the dies. movie. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Uh, I Dumbo. They're making. He's getting made fun of because of his ears. I could felt that. When you were like a kid or now, like you would see Dumbo oh, now and you would. Cry, I would probably like, cry. You, yeah, because I. I'm a victim of bullying, being a heavy, heavy guy my whole life. Yeah, so I could, I could relate to Dumbo in his ears. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> Definitely Bambi, though. But yeah, recently, uh, recently, yeah, I did, I do cry in movies even now. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Like I Am Legend came out when I was in high school. I remember crying the first time I saw Godfather Part Three. <laughs> Because it was so I, terrible. In, 
and I, and I am legend. I was rooting for the pestilence. That's how bad that movie was. <laughs> but you have to okay. Anything with an animal. I mean, that German Shepherd when he gets attacked by the. What about Cujo? Did you cry for Cujo? Okay. Uh, no. But I think I saw that. No, I definitely didn't cry during that. Or Jurassic Park. When the dinosaurs die in Jurassic Park, does that make you sad? No, because those aren't real, but like... Uh, well, German you, you think they actually killed the dog in the movie? They didn't actually do that. Thank you. you. Know? Good point. But it's, but it's more believable, a German Shepherd getting bitten by zombie. Uh, I, am, I Am Legend is more believable, you, you'd say? Um, but I can't think of anything recently. What are your thoughts on Boogie Nights, though? P.T. Anderson. It's a, you know, I, I used to not like When I first saw the movie, I didn't really like it. And then, uh, and then I hated some of the other stuff P.T. Anderson did originally, like Magnolia I didn't like. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and, but then There Will Be Blood is awesome. Uh, his more recent stuff is, is really good. And then I went back and I saw Boogie Nights again. And from a cinematic perspective, I appreciated it more. Dude, that's such a tragic movie, man. Just, uh, but we were talking about movies the other day at the cigar shop. Like, I don't like movies where, like, you dig yourself a hole and then it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Like the, uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Have you seen that? Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I hear Uncut Gems. Have you seen that one? Haven't seen it yet, but Sandler? I haven't seen it. Couldn't get past the first five minutes. Uh, fuck. I don't like to be stressed out. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like stressed out, like, like, uh, before the devil knows you're dead is a great fucking movie. They, they end up robbing from their parents, but they have somebody else do the robbing and then something bad happens and then 10 more bad things happen. And, uh, I just don't like those movies. It's very like unsettling. I don't like horror movies either. That's, no, yeah. I don't like horror movies. Not at all. We are agreed. But, or I was one time in a, I was at an event, and, or I just finished an event in like Portland, Oregon, and and uh, and we were we went afterwards went to go get dinner, and it was like a pub, and they had the TVs on, but the TVs had no volume, and they had like one of the Michael Myers movies, and he's like chasing this little girl, and he's like she's like climbing, she's in her like nightgown, she's climbing up into like a you know a loft or something, and he's like slashing at her feet, and I was like. Who the hell wants to watch something like this? It's like it's bizarre. It's like I don't know. I have, I have no like no, the, the Walking Dead. I don't want. I have no interest in any of that stuff. That's not uh, to me. That's yeah. It's, American it's Horror Story. I I never really got into no that. interest. Um, have you been watching any good TV? I saw this. Uh, God, I, there's a, a there was on Netflix. There was a German uh, dark series. Dark. Yeah, I saw the first season of Dark. Yes. Which. Which again is it shows you that you basically have to binge watch shows. Like if I if I didn't binge watch that, I would have absolutely no idea what was going on. Like it it, it was so like the characters are so connected in different ways that that if you watched like one episode and watched another episode like a week later, you'd be like, wait, who are all these people? It, it was uh, but it was pretty good. I thought it was an interesting uh, uh, you know interesting show. Um, I started watching uh, Raised by Wolves. That's the Ridley Scott directed the first two episodes, and he. What the fuck? Uh, and he, he produced it. Hold on, guys. All right, carry on. Is it your cat? Yeah, but I have my door. She must have gotten outside, maybe. All right, hold on. 
Fuck this shit. Carry on. God damn it. You should climb through your giant vent. So, uh, how's it going? It's going great. Um, Terrence, you a fan of chartreuse? The drink. No, oh, I was going to say the color. <laughs> uh, I've never had a, the drink. All right. I'm a fan. I'm trying to broaden my horizons and get like Amaro's from Italy and other uh, bitters and stuff. But I'm a You fan. like Negroni's? I, I like Boulevardier's better. So with rye whiskey instead of gin. Gin? Yeah. Not a gin guy? I know I'm a gin guy too, but I just prefer uh, the rye version. I don't think I've ever had that. It's pretty good. Um, it depends. I've made them myself and they were good. I've ordered them at a bar and it just it stink. Problem is, is like any drink that's not really common, you have to be careful because the bartender probably like you order an old fashioned and they give you like an orange and the whole thing. It's like dunked, it's like an orange with old fashioned drizzled over it. Mm. It's like, and they put like the the maraschino cherries in it instead of the black cherries. Simple so you just syrup. have to kind of know. Yeah, you yeah. have to kind of know who you're dealing with when you order drinks someplace. Well, that's why I I've grown used to margaritas made from scratch. So I don't like the the sugary ones you can get at uh, taquerias or anything anymore. It's not my style. Oh, Tyler's back. I think he's back. I'm losing my fucking mind. Was a cat inside? And you thought it was outside? Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe it was a second cat. It's like a second shooter, like JFK. Anyways, Troiner's cats. One's outside, one's inside at the same time. Hey, I'll tell you what. The neighbor. Oh, what the fuck? The neighbors next door, man. They got quite the Halloween setup. It's fucking freaky, man. Check out my story on Instagram or Facebook. They're back. I'm gonna take some pictures later tonight or tomorrow morning. Raised by wolves. Pretty good. <laughs> Confusing as fuck. Um, a pretty decent comedy was on uh, Apple with Jason Sudeikis. It's about, like, soccer. This guy is a uh, college coach in wow. the U.S., and he goes uh, to London and starts coaching a professional club out there. And it's, it's pretty funny. It's, uh, it's not, like, super laugh-out-loud funny, but... It's kind of heartwarming, but like not like. It's got the chick from Game of Thrones in it, the um, the nun who would uh, terrorize people. She ends up getting killed by the mountain. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Oh my god! I, how? What? Why? Well, why not? I would I would say watch it because it was so good for a, a long time. But now, I mean, I'm sure you know that the ending is going to be disappointing. Yeah, people. Yeah, people hated the ending or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Sopranos ending. What do you think of that? Awesome. I thought it was great. The audience gets killed. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah like because you you think the whole time that that whole last season they kind of set it up that you never see it coming and and all that kind of thing, and you think that Tony is going to get whacked, and then you get whacked. I swear, the funniest thing about Sopranos is I don't know the character's name. But uh, he ends up getting one of the guys, he, he turns out he's gay, and uh, he ends up getting a job at a construction site. 
Like it's his first time having like a real job. So he, he gets to work. I think it's a farm. Isn't it a farm or something? Uh, he like yeah, goes yeah, up you're, to, yeah, he goes maybe up to the woods or something to hide out because they're going to kill him. And he's at a farm like, and, he, and he's got to do like manual labor. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's got to be lunchtime. And he looks at the clock. It's like 9 a.m. <laughs> he had been out there for an hour. Because I've had jobs like that where I worked in a factory and I worked 12 hours overnight. And the thing is, like, you don't want to check the clock ever. Because it was 12 hours. We got two 15-minute breaks. And I remember, like, I'm not going not gonna to look at my watch. I'm not going to look at my watch. And then you're, like, you finally, like, exhausted. You look at the watch. It's been 17 minutes. And you still have 10 more hours. I mean, <laughs> I, I could relate to that so much and so many different fucking levels but my problem with tv is i don't like the boys i think the boys is is kind of cool it's on amazon but i think they try too hard to be like um shocking like in some of the stuff do you guys have you guys seen the boys season two is not as good as season one and yeah that's why they were different because it was the game of thrones type violence that comes out of nowhere that you don't expect but yeah, they're well, they're starting too many different plot points and the characters I'm not buying. Well, and then some of the it, and the characters' names are awful. They're like, like the person's supposed to be like Thor. Uh, her name is Stormfront. Someone like super. Milk. Yeah, someone's uh, is Homelander. Like supposed to be Superman. Like I'm thinking, like what's harder to come up with a name for uh, a superhero or a fucking like cigar, like. All the names are taken for cigars. Like, what can you come out with? And same with superheroes. There's not like all the cool superhero names are taken. It's like all the cigar names are taken too. So. Just do what, um, like Romacraft and, uh, um, just with like letters and numbers, essentially. Illusion. Don't Sim- they do that what about too? Simtex. You think that's a good name for something? Could be Sim- either a superhero or a cigar. Simtex. Is that like a grenade? It's an uh, explosive. Yeah. Grenade, yeah. You don't play Call of Duty, do you, Tyler? I haven't played in months. I thought, well, Tyler, you wouldn't be Semtex, you'd be a Simptex. I, I definitely Ooh. would be. <laughs> so, oh, it is September. Uh. But hey, let's bring this back to cigars a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, you guys had a really good 2019. <laughs> you guys had an even better 2020, man. That That's Supreme Leaf, man. Thank you. Uh was you guys sold a shitload of how many boxes were those each run well again this is always the thing it's not it's not that many i mean the first run was 500 and the second run was 2000 now we sold them very quickly so that's good and they sold through at retail quickly which is even more important obviously um but that's not that many boxes ultimately i mean we sell more jfr in like a couple weeks than we do of of that but it, it creates excitement it gets people you know fired up for the brand and for them what, com- what comes next and so yeah that's been great for us the, the the cuban 109 has been really successful the lunatic torch which is a regular line uh has has done really well which is honestly that's always uh more rewarding in a way is when a regular line is is doing well because on the, the on the limited i mean yeah you you sold it but could, could it have sold day in and day out you know you never know maybe yes maybe no but with a regular line there's no, there's no own, you know, uh, there's no need to instantly buy it out of fear that, oh, well, this is going to be here next week. I, I got to buy it now. Um, whereas on a regular line, you know, ah, well, I can always get that next week. So they tend to, yeah. 
have more of a following if, if you're selling it. So, but yeah, you thank guys, you. It's been a great year. Yeah, but you guys never really like, I mean, you came out the the anniversary every year, but you guys aren't dependent on, you know, it's just something like a reward kind of, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that. so for the 109, like it's 250 bucks. And it's nothing, but it's made by one roller. You can be very selective in wrapper. You can be very selective in the tobaccos you use. So it allows you to do some fun things. Um, that's again, it's really more of a reward for the for the consumer. Like the factories hate that stuff. Like that, like like people always ask, they're like, oh, what's like a, a tobacco that only you know there are five bales of ever or something like that, and like like farmers hate that because it's not really valuable to them. Like they want something that they can produce on on a on a greater scale consistently over time. Um, so that's really where you know what keeps the the lights on, but. Obviously, for the consumer, it's nice to get something that that's exclusive, and you can only get you know maybe once, and that's it. Um. So last time I placed the order with you guys, I wasn't clear enough of what I wanted, and I wanted the the Aganorsa Connecticut Robusto and Toro, and then you sent me the uh, the JFR uh, Connecticut and and uh, the Connecticut Toro and Robusto. Um, those are really fucking good, but what's the, what's the difference in the two blends? I mean, they both have the same Connecticut wrapper. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Connecticut, Agonorsa Leaf Connecticut is a little stronger. Um, partly because they're smaller cigar, you know, a Connecticut that's strong in a six and a half by 52 or a six by 60. Um, I, I don't think on that biggest cigar, it's really what a Connecticut smoker wants. They're, they're a little bit more on the low medium side. Um, the Agonorsa Leaf Connecticut is, I would say is a, a true medium cigar. It's got some, it's got some kick to it. So I would say strength profile is really the biggest difference. Oh, so wait, which one's stronger, the JFR Connecticut or the Agonorsa Connecticut? I'd say the, the Agonorsa Connecticut, unless you disagree. Yeah. No, no, I, I haven't had that one in a while, but um, I do like, I had that, the JFR this morning and I had one when we first got them in. Um, that's a, uh, I mean, for the fucking price, that's the, uh, the Robusto is what five by fifty two, yeah five by yeah five fifty two, yeah uh I think we have it for six fifty, I mean that's that's a good um good for, yeah. good bang for your with, buck. Uh, with Wisconsin tax. Yeah, fifty cents uh state tax. Yeah, um must be nice. Yeah, fucking yeah, California. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and then the the torches um have been doing well, especially the the, the sixty ring gauge one. Um, those have been doing well. I did try the 70 ring gauge. Um, and, uh, that was like smoking a beer can. <laughs> it's a different experience, man. You know, they run the, what's, you're talking about you know, for the torch, right? The mad. Yeah. Book. Yeah. On that one, I think the flavor is the best on that, which kind of annoys me because I don't mm-hmm. like a, that big of a cigar, but I, I tend to smoke those more because the, I like the flavor more. You said um, now that that's the same blend as the old torch, right? Yeah, it's the same blend. We, it, the, the difference is essentially the sizes, the packaging, and that we also, the, the, instead of a shag foot, uh, it's a brush foot and it's much shorter. The, with the original torch, you had to smoke the shag foot for, I'd say, close to 20 minutes, maybe more, mm-hmm. before you got to the actual wrapper, which is really a little bit too long. It's not the purpose of it. With the, with the new edition, you smoke the brush foot for like maybe five minutes, and then it hits the wrapper, so it has the effect of kind of waking up the palate. It's it's not it's not really balanced, but it, it's got a lot of you know, 
kind of zest to it. And then uh, when it hits the wrapper, it becomes more complex and even and balanced. Um, and that's what the point of that is. It's not to smoke the tobacco without the wrapper for a half hour. It's sorry, Dom. It seems like it, the wrapper is a little darker. Is that, am I going crazy or? Is that I mean, different... you, no, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a, it's Kodoho 99 Jalapa. It's, it's supposed to be the same grade. I mean, sometimes you get a little bit darker in terms of the shade from, from box to box, but it should be pretty much the same thing. And uh, so whose idea was it to bring that one back, bring that or bring that blend? Were you still making the torch? No, we, we hadn't been making it kind of for a couple of accounts that, that ordered it, mm -hmm. but it was another one. I mean, the packaging looked terrible and it didn't, it was one size. It was in a 30 count box. It just, uh, it was a great blend. Like people would say it was a, gr a great blend. They loved the blend. Um, but, uh, but it was just, it just didn't work because even if it was with all our products, you wouldn't even know we made it practically. And, yeah. and the shag foot was just too long. Like somebody would smoke it once and they'd be like, Oh man, I really enjoyed the cigar, but they really didn't enjoy smoking just binder and filler for, for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, and with the brush foot, it's, it's, you're, you're smoking the binder because it's, it's cut. So you're smoking the binder and filler in proportion to one another, the shag foot, you, you, it's like the tobacco juts out and you're smoking just, it's even more, it's, it's even more off than what it's supposed to be. So, uh, th that was the main reason, but we wanted to do it because people always like the blend. Yeah. I like the, the 10 count box thing is nice. And, uh, you know, you can, for a hundred bucks, you can get a box of cigars. You know, that's like when people come in and they're looking for something to, um, like hand out to friends or like they're having like a, you know, something like a 10 count box is always nice. Cause it's not super expensive. You know, you're getting quality cigars and then it's something like it just, um, displays better than you bringing a bag full of cigars or a bundle full of cigars. Yeah. And, and I think what's nice about it too, it's a good celebratory cigar, kind of, you know, the torch, it's like something different. Oh, yeah. It's a, you know, a bachelor party or event. You're kind of, you know, like the torch. Who came up with the Votola names? The uh, visionary. Ma uh, Max, uh, Max Eduardo's yeah, son. Cause I was watching um, uh, the new uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie and they said lunatic. And then they said he was a visionary. I'm like, was Max watching? But this movie maybe, came out. <laughs> maybe he was. I mean, to be honest, again, it shows you that like it's important to like pay attention to other people and to realize you get. I, I'm, it's a sign I'm getting older because I the names I thought were a little too too much originally, but people seem to like the names. So it just goes to show you that you got to listen. He's, he, Max is a little younger than I am, so he, he's maybe a little bit more in touch with you know the the current uh culture well that's what i love is seeing uh an old guy come in and he's smoking like uh let's say like viaje smoking like a zombie or something like that it's just cool to see like an yeah. old dude smoking something like you know you just wouldn't see him you know usually like a fuente or something but to see him smoking yeah. something strong and something called zombie or something called Whatever the fuck some of these names are, I can't even think of any offhand. But I always think the, that's the death cool. bucket. The, yes, <laughs> if I saw some like old geezer smoking that. I'd be like, oh, nice dude. <laughs> this dude's cool. Yeah. So Dom, you have a question? I've been. I took not a question, a but um, when I uh, order from you next month, I'm also gonna get one of those seventy ring gauge for my uncle because he pretty much only smokes flatheads. So I'd like to give him something else to try. 
Oh, yeah. Let's see. Thanks. Dom, you kind of look like you have a halo around your head with the with the with the light coming in. You think yeah, kind of look natural. saintly. Look yeah. saintly. Throw up a mosaic window behind me. Yeah. So Terrence, you you missed a lot. Dom actually just moved. <laughs> so um, it was we were in some troubled parts for a while because he wasn't able to smoke at his old place. Now he can. Now can do a podcast for real. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Much thanks, Tyler. We gotta we gotta get those backgrounds though. Like protocol, they have like the whole background with uh, their logo or something. I don't know. I painted a closet. Improve the mise-en-scene. Like, wait, no, what you said earlier, get your TV going with you doing curls on loop. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Tobacco's my strength, too, Terrence. (laughs) Bales of... No, when I was down in Esteli back in March, uh, I actually visited uh, your guys' factory. You went skip or you just went yourself? I went, uh, I just said, hey, guys, you know who I am? And they said, get the fuck out of here. No, uh, Nick uh, took me there. Oh, Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I saw the, they were building a new curing barn, I think when I was there. At the, not at the, you mean, uh, for fermentation? Or fermentation, there you go. Yeah. Whatever, it was a fucking barn. Let's not get, semantic. No, I don't think it was a barn either. It was probably, you know, <laughs> a warehouse where they. There was lumber they involved. They had a few loans. Yeah. <laughs> there was lumber. lumber. <laughs> uh, they could have been building a fire. That's your standard. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of lumber, and there was a lot of rhythmic um, hammering. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. But the trees back there are beautiful, man. W- when are you going back down there, bro? I don't know. Rainier from uh, HVC is down there now, but he had to take a charter flight, it's, and he had to go through, like, El Salvador. It was a nightmare. I'm not doing that. When, when, it, when I can just fly down there like a, like a human being, I'll do that. <laughs> but, but if I have to go through, like – you know, uh, you know, on the back of a horse-drawn carriage, in a in a in a bucket or something like that. I, I'm not uh, I'm not doing that. That's pretty dope, though. If you can charter a plane. Well, it's it's their chartered flight. I mean, he didn't he didn't. You know, it's not like a Cessna <laughs> that he flew in on. It's a it's a, a charter flight that had you know numerous people on there. It ain't cheap though. Even then, it's still expensive. Um, I saw that. Uh... I think Christian Arroyo's got his own plane or something. Yeah, he's. I think even I think he had a company that sold planes at one point, or maybe okay. he still does. I don't know. Because they were heading up to uh, uh, New Hampshire um, for the uh, Cigar Authority. Him and Husto were doing an event, and uh, I guess the windshield started to crack, so they had to come back down and uh, get the windshield replaced. No kidding. And. Uh, so they asked him like, "Oh, how much is uh, how much does it cost for a, a new windshield on on the plane?" They're like, "Oh, it wasn't. It's not too bad. You know, fifteen thousand. We're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> not too bad." I was thinking like oh. nine hundred bucks. <laughs> you, you don't want to go cheap on your airplane windshield. No, that's uh, um, crazy. I was just doing some uh, um, training at work today about de-icing. So that that's coming up quick, man. We're gonna have to start de-icing planes again. That's not fun. Real quick, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Uh, Dave West has internet again, so um, I haven't talked with him actually to see if we're going to start up Cigar Noise <laughs> Weekly again, but go check out the videos that we did a few months ago. We had a good string of them. 
Yeah. Terrence was on one of the uh, small batch Zooms with Dave. Yep. We had a great time. Yeah, you kept putting me in timeout, which I have no idea why. You know why. <laughs> well, let's just talk about it for a quick second. Matt Booth said that you get out of the shower to pee. And I made a joke, and then I got booted. And then I left, and they're like, come on, come back. So I joined back, and they still had me in timeout. And then I really left. And then I came back, and they let me back in. But that was kind of mean, Terrence. I never saw him. I didn't think he had a mean bone in you, but I well, learned, it was learned a lot about you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm tough but fair. <laughs> Judge Dredd. Are you um, – what's your obsession with Gabe Kapler? It's not so much I have an obsession with him. It's that, it's that uh, Will, Will Cooper hates him so much. And I just think that's funny. I did like him as a Red Sox player. He, he, was, uh, he was like a utility guy, but, you know, charged home plate hard. And, you know, was, he, he got into a couple brawls against the Yankees and things. So I kind of liked him. But the only reason I ever talk about him is because Coop hates him so much that anytime I have a chance to mention something positive about him, I do. It seems to be daily. I see – I'll be going through Facebook and I see Terrence Riley and I just see Gabe Kapler wouldn't have done that. And it had to do with like oh. – It's because he, he, he talks about him every day. <laughs> when he posts about him is when I say something. Otherwise, I, I leave him alone. But anytime he brings up baseball and, and uh, you know, I can make a Kapler reference, I do. Are you watching sports right now at Football. all? Football, baseball, won the Red Sox are abs- were just terrible this year. So, I, didn't, I was interested in that. Um, I watched a little bit of the Celtics uh, Heat, although even though I'm a Celtics fan, I almost want the the Heat to win because I like Same. Jimmy Butler. Same. Jimmy Butler started a coffee cup in in, in the <laughs> bubble. He said he said it's a business trip and his family can't come with him. And then he's <laughs> and then he's thirty piecing people every night. So 30. I kind of uh, I kind of like uh, I kind of like Jimmy Butler, even though I'm a Celtics fan. So I, I'm kind of neutral in the series. Uh, I'd like the Celtics to win, but if the Heat win, I, I wouldn't mind because I'm, I'm kind of a fan of him. But other than that, um, basically just football. Yeah, I like the Heat too because Jimmy Butler played at Marquette, and then Tyler Hero has got the same first name as me, and he's from the same town. Really? He went from the, the same town that I went to uh, high school in. He's from Greenfield too, Greenfield, Wisconsin. He went to a different high school but the same city. So. Do you like Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade went to Marquette. Oh, yeah. Dwayne Wade went to Marquette, too. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was weird, man, because he took us to the Final Four. And I remember before, if you guys remember, um, right before he was drafted, they were like, they didn't think he was going to be good because they thought he was too small to be a shooting guard and too slow to be a point guard. And he turned out to be one of the top 20 players of all time, probably a top seven shooting guard in, ever, I think I was it's, honestly his, his first couple of years he was amazing. I mean he was he, he was good throughout his career, but his his first couple of years he would just dive all over the place. I mean it's he had to stop playing that way or he was his career was going to be about eighteen minutes. But yeah, but I uh, like when, I, I remember his rookie year uh, the Heat went up against Indiana in the playoffs and the Indiana won, but he he played it was like watching Jordan back in the day against the Celtics when he, he dropped sixty on them and they lost the series, but. But uh, but you you're like this guy is gonna be amazing. Yeah, he turned out to be pretty pretty solid. But yeah, I haven't been watching any baseball after the 
even the Bucks, they were, you know, I didn't watch much of that, but football, I'm, you know, I work Sundays at the shop, so I watched uh, the Packers. Jimmy so. Butler was 40-piecing uh, the Bucks too. Uh, I didn't see it, so I wouldn't know. Uh, but, yeah, Giannis got hurt, so that, that's my excuse, even though he was – they were uh, 3-0 and with Giannis. The Heat were three up 3-0 with Giannis hurt, so – uh, but hope, I think Giannis is going to stay, man. Everybody's gunning for him. I think Miami's gunning for him. Golden State, Dallas. I think he's going to stay, though. I think he wants to get Milwaukee a championship. You got that brand wa- new arena. I was watching hockey until my Bruins got knocked out. Dom, what about you? You're a big football guy. You do fantasy and shit. Yeah, and I, I wanted to say uh, a little screw you to Rich, Crazy Canuck. Um, I played him in the ICS Fantasy League, and he put up over 200 fantasy points in half-point PPR. No, so if, if you play fantasy, you know that 200 is like a number that maybe one team will get to uh, the whole season. He, he got, I think, 220 or something. Just absolutely destroyed me. And I sent him uh, a few stickers, hoping they make it to Canada – uh, if he gets some, he's going to send some to Sean or to Smoke. Uh, if anybody wants stickers, hit us up. We got some. DM. We're branded. Here's my sticker. Tyler. Uh, I'll send one to to your headquarters, man. Tyler, I've done so much for you. I got a patch. Even... You sent yeah, me I got a patch. A, I've got a beg for a sticker. No, I was going to ask you if you wanted – the funniest thing is I gave – I don't know if I'd, I might have showed this last time, but I gave Skip uh, a sticker, and he, he was looking like he was going to put it on the front of his laptop, and then he looks over at me, and he flips the laptop over and puts it on the bottom. <laughs> no, it's, he's it's like, on there. He's like, I think that's where you guys belong. We're the <laughs> on the bottom where no one could ever fucking see it. <laughs> well, what if somebody you know stole it, they when they picked it up, they might see it. Uh, yeah, they steal everything off his porch could happen oh yeah yeah dude that truck he got sick though man the ford f100 or some shit f150 i don't know f100 1965 he had that puppy going up to 130 on the interstate i made sure to have my seatbelt on and my helmet on oh gabe gabe kapler i think he's got a big cranium like uh john jaha and me i haven't i haven't measured it yeah i heard he's got a notorious big dome (laughs) <laughs> like like Peyton Manning. Another reason to like him. Yeah. He played for the Brewers, I think. Kapler? I think so. Oh. Are you a, a Bill Simmons fan? I haven't really listened to him at all in a long, a long time, but I I used to back in the, when in his Boston days, like I used to I used to read his blog a lot. Uh, but then I, I'd say in the past like six years, I, I don't think I've read anything he's he's done or, or or written or or the you know I think he left ESPN a few years ago and haven't really kept up with him. He uh, he doesn't write anymore, but he um, oh, that explains it. <laughs> he does a podcast, and I think you might be interested in one. It's called the Rewatchables. So it's like uh, he'll have on a couple of film nerds, and then it's him who just making funny shit about but they did seven yesterday oh, yeah? that was their 150 uh 150th podcast um, great movie 
Yeah. Fincher. Fincher. He's one of my favorite directors, man. He's great. You got Fight Club. You got Seven. You got The Game. I haven't seen The Game in a long time. I'm going to watch that hopefully tonight. Or I'm going to try to. Benjamin Button wasn't a great movie. But I you, haven't it seen can't that. all be winners. And of course, the show, social network is terrible. But God, I don't, that's a bad take, Terrence. I'm sorry, man. It's not a good that's movie. A, that's a bad take. Not good. Um, I feel like I like Benjamin Button. I've only seen it once, though. Like, Benjamin Button is like Forrest Gump with a guy that ages backwards. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. Nah. And it's a great. It's a great reference. What about Panic Room? Panic Room is a good. It's like meant to be like a B movie. It's 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 good. It's good for what it, it's supposed to be. Campy. It's not supposed to be. You know, I, I think he did a good job of what it's supposed to be. Gone Girl. He did a good Gone job. Girl. He's great uh, at like adapting novels to because both Gone Girl and Fight Club are better movies or equally good. It's either equally good or better than the book. Like it's a, it, it's like a photo finish at best. But it's definitely you know a lot of times a book is like even when the movie's good, you're like ah oh, the book was way, way better. There's only a few movies I can say that about, but Fincher's done too. Where they're both. He took everything that was good about the book and, and put it into the film. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, you know, I saw the, sw- the Swedish version of that first, and then I saw that one. So I don't know if I – because I knew the, what the ending was and everything. I don't know if I, mm. I enjoyed it as much. I thought it was good. It, I, you know, I didn't – it was my favorite, but it, it, I didn't dislike it. What do you think um, of some of his casting – sorry, Dom. What, of some of his casting choices, like Social Network, Justin Timberlake, and then uh, – uh, Gone Girl, Tyler Perry as a lawyer. I thought he was good. And then Neil Patrick Harris as the, the, the yeah. loser ex-boyfriend. It, it, I thought it, they were fine. Yeah, his casting's great. I think he does a, I think he does a great job on those. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, overrated screenwriter? Yeah, I mean, I think he, he's kind of a, he's a little bit of a one-trick pony. It's kind of like this very, you know, it's like he's he's making plays that are movies. Like, it's kind of the same dramatic tension and yeah, you have these soliloquies and this, you know, witty banter. And I mean, I think he's good, but it's kind of similar everything he does. Uh, Terrence, so we're we're over an hour now. Um, I want to make sure I get my last topic in real quick uh, before we let you go. Analogy. So, if chandeliers were a cigar, what cigar would they be? Davidoff. I'm leaning that way too. I'm trying Atabay. to think of Atabay. I'm trying to think of one though that has like some refractive. Uh, Atabay is like a, a like an old school fireplace. Mm. I just think of the Atabays and those beautiful uh, the ceramic tubes. Yeah, well, the the ceramic and with the, the tubos. tubes. Yeah, yeah. With the, they got some kind of humidity thing in there too. Chandeliers. Yeah, hum- humidity, fire. I don't think that really makes any sense, but <laughs> I'm saying a chandelier is nice. Wait, why are you saying fire with chandelier? Wait, no, maybe I am. Chandeliers are nice, so are those tubos. Well, I know. Okay, so the Gurkha ghost or ninja has that iridescent band. What other bands have done that? Viaje Skull and Bones. Yes. Okay. Um, the the flower something, Daisy. Daisy Cutter and Daisy Cutter, uh, yeah. Yeah, but sh- chandeliers are—they're kind of like they're elegant, but kind of simple. You know, they—they're not—they're not. They're, what they're, chandeliers they're, you have? You're thinking of ceiling fans. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of chandeliers. 
I mean, they're elaborate, but it's not like it's it's not like uh, a coat of many colors or anything. Chandeliers. Well, that's a great analogy, Dom. Thank you. Of course, gotta bring it back. I gotta do more videos. Is is that a, a Swifter? What backpack behind you? Uh, no, it's just a broom. <laughs> just a run-the-mill broom, you know. All right, standard. Okay, got it. Everyone's so got if, it. What kind of cigar would that be? That broom, run-of-a-mill broom. You trying to do two analogies in one day? Yeah, it was in one at right, a time, right. dude. Let's not overdo it. Yeah, come on. What's the last what? movie you saw in the theater, guys? The Joker. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, that my, was the last that one might be I mine saw too. Before Tenant. What did you Which think of it? it? I thought it was disappointing. I thought I thought it was well filmed, but that it was there was no sense. Of, like he, obviously he's like influenced by like Taxi Driver, for instance. Like Taxi Driver, you're kind of the character you're not you're less sure what to make of him like he's kind of he's kind of awkward like you sympathize with him in certain ways but in other ways like obviously he you know it's more of a you know it's more of a debate as to whether he's like i I don't think the audience is meant to be on his side necessarily where in joker it's they do everything they possibly can to make you sympathize with the joker and, it, and that's not really necessary. They don't need to do that. I mean, you could you could just as you can just have the story tell itself. You don't need to have be hit think, over the head with like this guy is sympathetic. He he's really a he's really a product of his environment. Look at all these bad people that are around. Like it, it it's down on the dumps. Yeah. I I hold the Joker in the same light as I hold Donnie Darko. Uh, films Donnie that I thought great were great, but I don't necessarily want to see again soon because it was just so draining. What are other movies yeah. like that? Uh, you, you see Ghost, Ghost Story? That was one. I, I was like, ah, this was a really interesting movie. I hope I never see it again. With Whoopi Goldberg? I, no, that's Ghost. I'm talking about like oh. with, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays the Joker. What's his name? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix, he's like, he, he dies. And then he's like literally like a sheet ghost. And like he watches as like time goes on after he dies and and his his wife or girlfriend like dealing with his death and then new people moving into the house and then just it, it it's it Sounds was like, like a six sense i haven't seen requiem for a dream but i feel like that fit in the category too that's one i yeah that's a that's a one view for me yeah it's another that's one that's a one view and thank, thank you include me you, out what do you think of that director uh now it's just that daring yeah. Darren, I can never say his last name, but I thought uh, yeah. the Aronofsky what, what, or something. What else has he done? I'm trying to think. the The wrestler I thought was good. Oh, yeah, the wrestler was great. Wrestler uh, was great. Black Swan. Black Swan I thought was okay. I thought it was good. And then he did uh, one with Hugh Jackman, and it was awful. The Fountain. I haven't the seen the Fountain. The Fountain, yeah, that wasn't very good. And then his first movie was... Yeah, Thibodeau or something? Not, not Thibodeau. What the heck is his, his last name? Thoreau or... It's like a, it's no, got an X in there, doesn't it? Aronowski or something like that. Darren, is it Aronowski? Yeah, you're thinking of the, the writer who's married to Jennifer Aniston. 
Yeah, Justin you're right. You're right. But was it, didn't he have something to do with Black Swan? Oh, he was an actor in Black Swan. That's right. He was the he was like the director of the yes, yeah, you're the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a one-time see for me too. Uh I forgot that dude's first num first movie. Uh, okay. Well, this is my last movie question. Uh, well, I got a couple more. Um, what are your thoughts on Mulholland Drive and... Come on, Tyler. Mulholland Drive is terrible. Terrible? And I'll, and I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you why it's terrible. Okay. Be, because that was filmed to be the, the pilot of a TV series that was going to play out over the course of years, mm. and he couldn't get it you know, going. And so he, he added like another half hour to it, and 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 people were like this is genius and it's like ah the guy just couldn't get his pilot filmed and he threw in an extra half hour again there's there's a lot of references to like old school hollywood movies like gilda and all these things and some stuff by uh uh igmar bergman and, and all this stuff so if you're like a movie buff there's all this stuff in there that you can kind of enjoy but i think ultimately it's just a pilot for a tv show that didn't get picked up yeah, I mean, Dom, you you studied film, right? I did, but you guys know way more about directors than I do. <laughs> well, that's how I am. I always tell people that, like, they're like, how'd you get into cigars? Well, the same way I got into fucking movies is when I saw, I remember my dad taking me to see Kill Bill in the theater. And it was the first time I ever saw a Quentin Tarantino film. And he's like, I don't know if you're going to like it. It's probably going to be weird as hell. And then after I got out, I'm like, I got to find everything that this guy directed. And that's how, like, when I started at the other cigar shop I used to work at, I remember going through the humidor and I'm like, what is this lunatic stuff? And then I'm like, it just, I'm like, I never heard of it. And then I'm finding out all the stuff you guys, everybody uses your tobacco. You guys roll for a lot of people. It's the same kind of thing. Like you want to find out why do I like the cigar? Why do I like this movie? So when I, I get obsessed with shit like that, like I was obsessed with movies. I'd see a movie every single week, no matter what it was, I would just go and see a movie once a week with my dad. So I, I, I get way into the details of shit. Why do I like something? And then I was that way with sports. So it was, went sports, movies, now cigars. And then I still enjoy watching the occasional movie, but not like I used to, you know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan. But I hear a lot of his stuff is he takes stuff and does a – it's inspired by something, you know. Yeah, he is like like uh, and and glorious bastards, uh, uh, the searchers. There's like a, there's you know or, or in uh, what's the movie with uh, Jamie Fox? Uh, uh, Django and Chained. Django and Chain, like the scene, like the scene where they're like shooting the guy up. They're up on like a cliff, and that's from Unforgiven. Oh. Okay. So so they do a bunch of he does a, again he's in the, the problem with directors is sometimes like they're so restrained by the studio in their early days is that when they finally get full authority to do what they want they kind of like throw up on this on the screen and it becomes <laughs> and it becomes like like a Quentin Tarantino movies are are now so Quentin Tarantino movies that that it's it almost takes away from the film because you're so you're reminded every 2 seconds that he's he's directing this I, I so will say I though think, very few directors have that freedom to do that now. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true, and, and, and when they, I mean, it's understandable. But it's not not all. Of, I mean, not all of them go to that extreme. If you look at like Stanley Kubrick, if you look at like Barry Lyndon, for instance, like Barry Lyndon is not like 
like the shining it's not you know it's not like uh spartacus uh you know it, so he 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 kind of takes the i don't feel his movies ever he ever overshadows his movies whereas a lot of directors as they become more free to do what they want they begin to overshadow the movie well it's like uh oh, um hey guys i have 16 minutes left in my battery and i still need to download this um so i'll okay. run in and plug it in just a heads up okay uh well we'll wrap this up like i was listening to that um seven um rewatchable and that was fincher's second movie after aliens three i think which and he after, hated. yeah he said if he wasn't gonna do another movie until he read the script for seven but um the or the ending was supposed to be just it would just, just go black. right to black yeah. yeah yeah and then so he's still mad at the studio that they said well we got to have morgan freeman come on and which do a yeah which would have been a much better ending by the way that just to go black tough. yeah yeah uh that, that uh, that's interesting but like um like you know there's so many you know like you got the coen brothers stuff i like so, so, some of it some of it's yeah and then uh i like christopher nolan man inception like inception fuck with my head and you might not I, i'm not a film geek like you guys but uh inception man it was like you know i was thinking you know when you don't know if you're dreaming or not then i'm start i'm second guessing my life you know it's just I'm like <laughs> did, did you see a good movie. i was gonna ask you about man i haven't seen it in forever i should i got the yeah, DVD. That's, his, that's his first I, at least first movie that i can think of man i don't know if he did anything before that but that's probably he, the he did one he did or two time. before um really yeah but they're Are lesser sure? known at least yeah. one before that yeah um, I thought Memento with Guy Pierce. I thought that was a great movie. Yeah, I gotta. I mean, cause that I I like that one. I had to go and read the Wikipedia plot line. I was still kind of lost. So I know there's a way where you can watch it uh, in chronological or, order, so you're not so fucking confused. What backwards? Like, <laughs> no, well, it's uh, you you know what it's like. It's different, you know. So if you can watch it. And how it's how it goes, and not where they're flipping back through time. Then it's like a, a straightforward, boring film. But you know, like I think Pulp Fiction. Tyler. Yeah. I really have to make sure I run inside and plug this in before All this whole thing does. Terrence, thank you so much. It was good talking to you again. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, you guys have a great evening, and uh, appreciate everybody who, who tuned into this. All all six of you, and. Uh, <laughs> We get more no, downloads really, later on. I, I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, I, I had a lot of fun. Thank you, Thanks, man. thank you. Thank you guys. Appreciate I'm you. falling asleep, and she's calling a cab while he's having a smoke, and she's taking a drag. Could you run that by me again? <laughs> I'll continue. Now they're going to bed, and my stomach is sick. And it's all in my head. Mr. Brightside, the killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do you like that song? I didn't know it's a contest. I thought I had a chance. No, I know that song. I, I that's a great song. That video. Yeah. Dude, Eric, that's Eric Roberts' best role he's ever done in his life. I'm not a huge fan of the song. I just like it for the meme quality to it. Yeah, that's I, Julia Roberts' uh, brother in the movie. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. What movie is this? It's a music video. Oh, the in the music video. You said a movie. Well, that's what. Okay, it's, it's a film. Straight. It's it's a video role. What's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys here again, doing uh, Facebook for the first time in like two months, probably. 
Six months. Uh, six months. Sure. Joined by Terrence Riley of Agonorsa Leaf. Uh, I think this is the second time we've had you on. Thanks for showing Absolutely. up. Yeah, I, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, so uh, are you into football at all? Y- yes, sir. Okay. Are you a Miami fan, Dolphins? No, I, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a, an America's team fan, the Patriots. The New England Patriots. It's not America's, America's team. team. Uh, it's not America's they team. They are now. In the 70s, it was Dallas. Now it's now. It's <sighs> All right. It was like the Roman Empire was great runs, remember? In like the you know what? You know what? I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna bring up the Roman Empire later. Uh, so I don't know if you remember last time, but usually we have uh, a word of the day because I would teach spelling, and so I'd ask like a middle school word, and you would have to try to use it in a sentence pertaining to cigars. But now since we're online, I'm doing history, and so I'm just gonna ask a history question about ancient Rome. But I don't know how I'm gonna relate to cigars. Oh my god! Throw it out! Throw it at me. Constantinople. Okay, no. Oh, shoot. I lost my uh, audio or uh, visual. Uh, one economic policy that led to the fall of the Roman Empire. So on a test, I asked for uh, six Inflation? Three. Yeah, there you go. That counts as one. Yeah. Boom. Tyler, give me another uh, one. Herpes. No. Um, I had... A student today on a test write divorce and the emperor not allowing it because people should have been allowed to divorce. I think that's the Lex Julia, but uh, I don't think that has anything to do with the fall of the Roman Empire. Oh my goodness. I want to throw my computer. That was bad. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I'm fucking around with this thing. Um... I know the Lex Julia had to do with uh, children, having children, I believe. <laughs> Um, real quick, I want to, Tyler, what are you listening to? Uh, uh, okay. Sorry. Go on. All uh, right. I'm ready. Yeah. Shout out to Frank of goat cigar club. Thanks for the letter sticker and patch. Uh, I think Tyler, you sent him one of our stickers, right? Not yet. Um, Dude, come on. Hear me out. out. Hear me out. Um, I didn't get my, uh, letter, so I didn't have his address. So I was waiting to get my letter to send him so I get his address. I'll shoot you his address and I'll message him. I got the package today. But before we go any further, Terrence. Yes. Should I smoke the Bonsai from the original release or should I smoke the Warped uh, 1988, my birth year? My birthday's in one week, guys. I'm 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 letting you make the decision. It's like Sophie's choice. I can't I can't decide for you. It's only my wait. I've had two cigars today. I started off with a JFR Connecticut. And then the new crown heads. You got to pick. I'm not going to pick. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh my God. All right. I'm going to, I'm going bonsai. Bonsai you, it is. You have to make an Instagram poll and then wait 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> are you guys, those uh, Instagram reels, I think it's new. I think it's like, it's like the TikTok of Instagram now. Have yeah. I don't know how to use that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. I don't know how to, well, I haven't posted anything in a, a minute, but I don't, I mean, all the rules that are on our Insta page are all just girls dancing. Yeah. I, I like a and they're few. mostly TikTok videos. Yeah. They're like TikTok videos that they reposted on Instagram. <laughs> I do think there's going to be a market for the cigar community with those types of videos. I agree. 
I agree. There's a market on TikTok. Really? I, I, okay, I thought about getting into it to see, but I never took a peek. I don't, the, the, the organic reach is good. And uh, like, I have, I have a couple of videos on there that have like 32 million hits. Dang. What? For real? Yeah. Dang. It's like if, you, if you post, but it has to be stuff like, like, it's always like cigar rolling videos. It's like uh, videos from the factory or the fields. Like that stuff get, will, will generate a lot of hits. Like uh, just like if you post a picture of like, or you post a, like a video of cigars or talking about cigars or something like that, it doesn't really have the impact. Like even if it's a good video, like we'll, we'll post like actual like well-cut videos on there and it doesn't make any difference. But if it's something of the factory or the, you know, the field or somebody rolling or harvesting tobacco, they get, they get high views. Um, cool. who's, the, who's the dude with the long hair who did the uh, videos you guys recently put out? It's a Brian, Brian Morris is a, a rep in, uh, in the Southeast region. Now, one of our reps in the Southeast regions, I should say. And, uh, and he uh, got together with a local uh, uh, producer and uh, they did the videos, which they, I thought they did a great job. So he's, uh, he's not a broker, he's a rep for you guys? Yeah, he's a rep, yeah. Oh, how many reps do you guys have, or like um, in-house sales do you have? Uh, we have two. Dope. Uh, what's everyone smoking other than Tyler? Because so pretty much, <laughs> Terrence, what are you smoking? Yeah, so me. <laughs> I'm smoking the uh, Agnor Sleeve Signature. I gotta get into the, there. We go. Agnor Sleeve Signature uh, Corojo, the uh, Corona Gorda size. Very tasty. Nice. I'm smoking a Clonstein Viaje. It's a small batch exclusive. Nice. It's good stuff. Hey, have you guys tried to make sourdough bread before? <laughs> not yet. Uh, I'm not so, much of a baker. <laughs> me neither, but I'm, uh, I'm trying, and it's just I can't get to work. It's super simple. It's just flour and water until you get the starter going, uh, and it just keeps dying on me. That's the end. I just want to know if you guys have <laughs> right, yeah. bread. I almost feel like you guys have switched roles this time around. Like, like you're saying more of the random things that I was used to Tyler saying, and now it's it's, it's yeah. almost reversed. Well, Tyler says random things that no one wants to comment on. I thought sourdough bread would be a like a <laughs> center talking point. <laughs> like, what kind of flour do you guys use? <laughs> yeah. Where's the yeast? How much yeast? Uh, I love uh, um, old school where they have the running gif or the running gag of. They keep giving the bread maker to everybody for a gift. <laughs> like, is it a they, bread maker? I thought it was a toaster. Uh, oh, my God. I'm pretty sure it's a bread. Let me look. It could guys. be a bread maker. I wouldn't bet my life on it. I can't remember. Pretty sure it's a bread maker. I'm not going to look it up, though. Don't look it up. Um, but let's live in suspense. <laughs> back to cigars on Instagram. I've noticed in, like, the last year a lot of uh, – Brothers of the Leaf, Sisters of the Leaf, who are not with a company necessarily, make their own decals or designs, kind of like branding their, themselves. Um, have you guys noticed an uptick in that? So yeah, I'm, I think, you know, it definitely seems more and more people are, are kind of trying to create a, a, you know, a brand for their, for their themselves, basically. And, uh, and so whether it's patches or, kind of like they have a theme to their videos or whatever it is seems that uh but i think that's more common across everything it's not just cigars okay i could be i just i haven't seen people with logos just on instagram until i think this last year because we have um 
Eric, brother of the least E-Man, came up with his. Uh, Cigar Charo has one. Nixtagram, uh, Nixtagramming. It's got yeah. like the fish. Uh, I post alone. Isn't that I post alone? Um, Kim Smokini. And J- JP too, even though he has a podcast, he has a logo for a podcast and then one that's just him. I don't know. That was kind of cool. People are doing that. I didn't I like it at first though. It's so easy to do. You know, it's kind of like when I was a kid, I had my own pog maker. I made my own pogs. You remember that, Terrence? <laughs> Yes, I remember Pogs. I, I never made any of my own, but yes, I, did, I I remember they existed. Yes, I tried to forget, but you just reminded me, so thank you. Um, I was looking up uh, Fubu jerseys the other day. I'm thinking about buying one. They're like 25 bucks on eBay. Bringing back Fubu and uh, Jenko jeans. Yeah, I just saw from uh, two chocolate bunny heads, and they'll, they'll probably accept the offer. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm, sa- I'm saying you could probably get them cheaper than twenty-five dollars. Oh, okay. No, I should check. To, I should check, uh, like Goodwill or uh, Salvation Army or uh, what the fuck's the other one called? Saint Vincent, Saint Mary, Saint whatever. I don't know. Yeah. A thrift uh, mark. Sir, are you destitute? No, no. I'm looking for clothing that <laughs> nobody would ever wear and pay for anymore. I'm looking for something that I probably owned and donated. <laughs> In the 90s. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> Have you guys smoked any cigars recently that you thought aged out? And you just let them rest too long? That's a good question. Hmm. I, I smoked one that I definitely didn't let age out, which is the complete opposite of what you're asking. I had a, <laughs> I had a Garden of the Farm uh, 2017. Uh, I, I saw the box date and... Uh, it was excellent. Absolutely excellent. Oh, what nice. size did you have? Uh, JJ. JJ. That's a little petite Robusto, right? That's Rambo. The JJ is oh. the regular Robusto. Okay. Um, for me, I mean, I don't have a ton of age stuff. I'm hoping to get there. I mean, um, one thing I, I think was a little aged out, but I, I hear is – coming back around which is i don't know is the uh the tatawahe um jackal or jekyll the the casa de monte cristo um shop exclusive with the sancti spiritus wrapper um i heard it was past his prime now i hear that it's coming back i don't know how, I don't know how like, a, like a zombie yeah i guess that's <laughs> what so that's what the word is on the streets man um but i haven't had it myself uh um, no, so they I just hold them of... back in the the warehouse. For no, fees? they it was a shop exclusive, and they it was like the biggest one they've ever done that Tad ever did. Huh. Um, so they had a bunch of them. They came like a cool like it looked like a monster series. It came in a cool dress box. Pretty sure. Yeah. How was that um Mil Diaz you had earlier today? Um, I, it was good. It was. It's weird because. With that factory, the um, uh, Pachardo um, in, in Nicaragua, I think they use a lot of um, Jalapa tobacco because I always get this, like, metallic kind of taste. And I was asking somebody, like, like what that taste is, and he's like, that's Jalapa tobacco. And then I look at all the blends, and most of them feature that Jalapa. The ones I've smoked feature uh, the Jalapa tobacco. I don't know if if you get maybe, that. Maybe if, it, maybe if it's not good. 
What, well, what, what's your characteristics of, what do you think not, of? Not metallic. <laughs> I mean, also, I guess it depends on what seed they're growing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask this person exactly what, uh, what seed or priming even, or if that even makes a difference, but, um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, it was good. I liked, uh, it, it tastes the same as a pre-release, you know, sometimes you get like a sample and it tastes nothing like the, um, like the, uh, you, you like the metallic taste. <sighs> that's a no. It's, yeah, I was gonna say, that's usually a bad quality. I mean, perceived, I mean, I don't know, everyone's different, but usually when somebody says that cigar tastes metallic, that's usually not a good sign. <laughs> I, it's diff. Okay. Like, does Talked this have a lot in one. it? Does yeah. this have a lot in it? Almost that's everything we use. Yeah, almost everything we getting. use. That's yeah, you're getting you're getting metallic. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like you get it on all our cigars. Um, uh, almost no, every not... cigar has jalapa tobacco. Which would you rather um, have in your mouth, pennies or nickels? Nickels. Since <laughs> I was asking Tyler, since he's the uh, I, I, I was answering metallic one. aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying the shoe fits. No, I mean, it's it's a change. Of, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, you guys know how much I smoke a shit ton of Aganorsa stuff, so I must like it. I'm not liking it because I want to be friends with Terrence, you know. I mean, that's just a plus, you know. So, um, n- next question. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I brought up the Mil Diaz because uh, John Huber was just on ICS, International Cigar Society, on our Zoom last week uh, and Terrence you're going to be on I think this upcoming week or a few days from now uh, Friday um, nice so I, I want to know when quarantine just started and you started to do these online zooms was there something that you tried to prepare for that now you're not as worried about prepared for on the zooms or prepared mm-hmm. for is like a general Condition on the of, Zooms, as in, like, you thought this would be different from in-person uh, lounge events and ended up not being so different? I think it's basically, you know, keeping order was originally the concern, and it doesn't seem to be, at least now, as much because guys can, you know, they, they figured out how to use it, and you can mute people. Um, I think in the beginning, it was a little bit like some guy would have the TV on the background, and then, like, it would over-interrupt, and then you know, people would be talking at the same time and, and, and that kind of thing. I think that that was a little bit of a, a learning curve, um, but it, people figured it out pretty fast. I don't think it was a big deal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of the, the events go or the, uh, the events going, I see a lot of like what you're doing with, with different clubs, but I don't see a lot. Of, I mean, I think most of the shops are opening now. So I think that, well, again, I, I think that the shops are opening, but, Generally speaking, depending on where you are in the country, there's different rules on what can go on. And some of them uh, still won't have a lot of them, actually. Most of them won't still have events. Um, so that obviously plays a role. Um, and then some people, I think, just like this now. I mean, I think there are some people that, like, if they went into shops, uh, you know, they didn't go often. Uh, or they're still nervous about hanging out in shops. And so for them, they would prefer this type of um, interaction for whatever reason. I mean, again, if, if they just said tomorrow they waved the magic wand and everybody could go back to normal, there would be, this would obviously, you know, drop to some degree. But I think that this isn't going away uh, regardless of, you know, what happens. 
I think that uh, first of all, I should be get I should have that TV linked up to something, like a picture of me just like doing like arm curls. That'd be dope. Your camera's but, uh, too bad anyway. Wouldn't matter. I know, dude. It's fucking brand new <clears throat> Apple Mac. Anyways, uh, I I'm, I disagree. Well, I mean, dude, Zoom meetings are tough, man, because you're try a try like you're interrupting people, and. Uh, like I was never big into the chat groups and all that, like the forums. It was for me is I met all my cigar friends through uh, the cigar shop. Maybe that's why I don't have too many friends. Um, but uh, but again, you're you're just applying your your own experience to everybody else. Like yeah, I would prefer to be in a shop, but I I, I think that there's lots of people that that this is more comfortable for them for for whatever reason. I think that's Dom. I don't think Dom has any friends. Yeah, you had to throw cigars in there to make it relevant to the conversation. I haven't actually, but, I haven't been to my lounge in, I think, a month and a half. Which lounge? Which lounge? Uh, I'm in California Bay Area, so West Coast Cigars and uh, Ohlone. Oh, yeah. Terrence, have you been to a lot of sit-down restaurants? Since COVID or in my life? <laughs> Since COVID. Uh, I've been to some. I've, I've got a kind of a good story about one of them. Uh, back in Florida, like in May, in May, end of May, I guess it was, or maybe early June, they started opening things up uh, for a while and then before they shut it back down again, um, at least in Miami. And, uh, and so you could go to a restaurant, but with, with the masks, they wanted you to wear a mask anytime you're standing. And this is when, like, now people are kind of used to that. But in the beginning, people weren't weren't kind of, you know, used to it yet. And uh, and so we, I went uh, with our sales rep, uh, Jeff Groover, for Florida, and uh, and his girlfriend, and and we were at a a table. And when they got there, or I was there early, and when he got there, he forgot his mask, and so they wouldn't let him sit down. Like, and and so I got up and gave him my mask, but then I realized I was standing up without a mask. And they, they, it was so funny because they were like so nice. It was like they were so nice to you, but it, but then it was kind of like in uh, something about Mary. If you like touch the guy's ears, he went bonkers. It was yeah. like so nice. Otherwise, if you didn't have a mask, like they went crazy. Like, and and like so somebody was standing up, tucking their shirt, and they're like, "Ah, you gotta put a mask on if you stand up." It was like he's not. He's at the same table. You know? Anyway, so so finally we got to the table and we had the dinner. And again, the certain the waitress was amazing. She's really nice and. Uh, and professional and was great and then again jeff goes up to go to the bathroom and he forgets that he needs a mask so he's in the bathroom and like the female manager runs in the bathroom while he's relieving himself and starts yelling at him to put on his mask or he's got to leave and then at that point they kind of i think he kind of took umbrage to uh you know her her manner and uh, they started to get into it and worked out for me because the meal was supposed to be on me. And so he just, he just paid for it because the, they called the police on us. And so uh, he just said, give me, give me the check and he paid it and we left. So that was back then, but now it's more, again, now, now it's like everyone's kind of more used to it. So people do put their masks on when they get up and sit down. And then if they don't, like nobody really says anything because you know, there's, they don't really care. So it's kind of like a, a weird situation where people use their masks more, but there's like when people don't like nobody says anything. Yeah, that, yeah, that's uh, crazy. Um, <laughs> we ours just got extended two more months to uh, mask everywhere until November thirty first. Um, but it's like we're at a cigar shop and people like they gotta wear masks. I'm like, 
if you're eating and drinking and smoking a cigar, I mean, you, you can't do it with a mask on. So, um, but, uh, I was, I'm in this like fucking food group in Milwaukee and someone was bitching about, um, this was my, what I was going to ask food you group? about. Yeah. It's like, uh, just talking about Milwaukee, uh, cuisine, I guess. So um, you look at a food pyramid and you just pick one of the food groups. Well, it's like uh, different restaurants and such. So <laughs> someone's like, oh, who's got the best fish fry? Who's got the best uh, ham rolls on Sunday? But um, somebody said that they were charging $2 for a bottle of water and they won't give you any tap water. And she was bitching because she has a, a kid with a disability and he can't, he needs a lot of water because he has something wrong with his swallowing food. And she was absurd that she had to pay for three bottles of water, which is six bucks. I mean, if you can't afford to go to a restaurant and spend six bucks on a bottle of water, maybe you should sit at home. But uh, she guilted the waitress into paying for the water. I don't know. I got, first of all, fucking pay for the water. Who gives a shit? What, what do you guys think? Am I, am I being heartless I mean, t- here? Tyler, you, you have a house. You have a private humidor with like 50 boxes in it mm-hmm. so she probably didn't have that much she's you know she has a kid yeah stop judging six dollars for two glasses of water three bottles of water it's bottled water bro well, well number one why is it that much two bucks for it's a, a restaurant water? everything's like Disneyland expensive price yeah but it was what type of water was it like poland springs or was it like a, a nice bottle of like high-end you know, magic water. That was like natural. Is it purified? From, yeah, it sucks from uh, tap water from Esteli. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, oh, then that then that was a ripoff. It's it's two bucks. Who cares? Pay it. You know, this poor well, waitress had to pay for it. I mean, but I like why? I mean, I, to me, that I agree with you that you shouldn't make a scene and you should just pay for it or not go. But why can't you have tap water? It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I I guess, but I mean, because they're like the restaurants here are doing like uh, paper menus, they're doing um, uh, paper straws, they're uh, napkins. You know, they're not they're like doing all this shit. Paper, paper so napkins are costing. Tyler I'm just McDonald's saying, what, what is this? I want paper napkins. I want, I want uh, stainless steel cutlery when I'm eating my uh, McRib. Um, but uh, you want both forks? Yeah, I want a spork. Well, no, never mind. No, salad fork. Uh, salad fork. Salad one. fork. Okay, yeah. Um, S- spork. What restaurants are you going to? Uh, who has spork, dude? That's a genius thing, man. I don't know what you guys are hating on it for. I'm just but, saying, uh, I found, commonly found it, you know, nicer restaurant. Uh, I bet Applebee's got them. <laughs> got me there. I don't know why people are hating on Applebee's so much lately. It's like a big joke. It's not very good. You're paying a good amount of money for food that's just basic. And it's yeah. it's like basically garbage. I mean, it's like yeah. fro- it's all frozen, like pre-made stuff. It's not even the fresh. I once had a uh, got some boneless wings and I bit into one and it was raw. No. Yeah. Now there you go. Yeah, Applebee. But I'm just saying, I think there's undue hate on Applebee's. I think it's a, it's a, it's a step higher than McDonald's. I mean, I'm not. No one's saying it's a, 
the Olive Garden of Italian food. It's uh, McDonald's knows what it is. It has a a market. Applebee's. Uh, I feel like they try to be more fancy than they are. Yeah, it's they're 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 pretending to be something they're not. But just 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 be you. That's all. That's all we're saying. Applebee's. Just be you. Okay, now that I'm doing random shit. So Terrence, I've listened. (laughs) I've listened to quite a few of your interviews, and you talk about how you guys changed the name obviously from Casa Fernandez to Aganor Salif. Yes. And you always make a point to bring up letterhead that you have to switch to letterhead. Is letterhead that expensive? Like that's always like a focus. Well, it's, it's always one of the, I mean, it's one of those things that you don't think about when you have to, when you have to change everything. So, you know, you have, you need a new email, uh, you need a new letterhead, you need new envelopes, you need new, I mean, these are all things that you don't think about, but then you have to, you have to have them all done. So it's just, a, it's like a lot of little things. I'm not saying specifically letterhead is, is like, oh my God, we can't do this letter. Guys, what we is- delay the Supreme Leaf Toro. Yeah, we yeah, need the we, correct letterhead. Yeah, I'm not, that's not, was it my point? My point is that there's a, <laughs> a bunch of minutia that if you don't change, and some of the stuff we still haven't done, to be honest with you, there's still some things that, that uh, you know, we use of the old, of the old uh, logo and things that I would prefer not to, but one thing at a time. I just, it's funny because I'm listening to it and I'm like, he's going to talk about the letterhead. He's going to talk about the letterhead. And then, you know, it's stuff you don't you're, think about, like letterhead. Are listening to one right now? No. Are you talking about, okay. Because you were listening to something earlier while podcasting. I was listening to us to make sure it was working. Would you rather have me not do that? And yes. Just listen, listen don't, don't, don't get uppity. Let's take it easy. We're having a, let's not take a turn to negative town. We're having take a good it easy. time here. Take it easy. Okay. <laughs> Foil. Was that you or was that somebody else who came up with the foil on everything now? I'm well, a fan. I, again, on everything, it's on, we put it on <laughs> two things, basically. We, we put it on the lunatic. It, it was just an extent, like on the, so on the lunatic, the, the El Chiquito size, the four and three quarters by 70, that had foil and the other sizes didn't. So it didn't make any sense. It was like, why, why is this have foil and not the others? So we just put it on, on all of them. Uh, and then, on the, the the signature series, we put foil on it. I think it dresses it up nicely. But those are the two things. Can you uh, be in yes, touch? Yes, wasn't my idea. Metallic <laughs> Tyler, do you light them up with the foil on? Yeah, um, that's no why wonder you you're getting metallic. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm getting metallic from your cigars, especially the ones with the foil on. Okay, that's where we're gonna talk about. I'm not talking about tasting fucking uh, all these crazy metallic. That's a, that's not that crazy. It's not crazy. That's a that's a you know a neg- a usually I don't a negative think that's a negative thing. Oh, it's metallic. I mean, blood earth? tastes metallic. All the iron in there. Oh yeah, yeah. I got, well, I do have low iron. Um, but yeah. I'm wondering. Thalassemia. I'm anemic, pretty much. Um, where are they going with tasting notes? Uh, is there a picture of me and you, Terrence, in my room? My smoke room. <laughs> 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 I, I I couldn't tell you. Call in if you know the answer. Um, I think it's a tie between Mo and Skip for the most pictures we have. I have with somebody. I believe Terrence, that's I don't think. Are you guilt tripping him into taking more photos? I don't think Terrence made the the wall of wall of fame. We got Matt Booth. I'm not. I'm not Wait, there yet. No, we got. I'm not there yet. I've got. It's got it gives me something to aim for. We got a lot with Nick. 
Huh. Terrence, I don't know how. Wow, that's. Oh no, you're up there. You're you're wow. up there. Phew. Me and you at TPE when. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm gonna tell you what that uh that um lunatic loco that 80 ring gauge we sell a shit ton of those, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a great uh great cigar, man. Yeah, hey, if you so made it in of- a 90 ring, then I'm on board. I give this again something to aim for. Speaking of wall of fame, how come as a society we decorate our walls with paintings, pictures? clocks we decorate our floors with rugs and tables but we don't really decorate our ceilings other than fans that's like the only is there another type of well okay chandeliers well, if Never mind. what if you're in the vatican yeah well different different uh civilization different culture but our culture like why can't we put paintings on the wall on the ceiling i meant i have put posters above on my wall on the ceiling yeah above my bed really no you don't no i don't come on Actually, I do have some posters. If you go up my uh, up my stairs, I put some on the wall. I think I have. We're gonna talk about movies, but I have a poster of Boys in the Hood, um, Boogie Nights, uh, Social Network, Terrence's favorite movie, and uh, Radiohead. But yeah, um, I have a poster on the ceiling in my staircase. No, no, it's really gone out of style. Mosaics. We, should, we could use more of those. What are those? Yeah, like mosaics. Yeah. What are mos? It's like those. Uh, there's a lot of religious ones you see them in churches. It's like a little. It's a picture made up of little stones. What's your? It's kind of like you take a. You go to Goodwill instead of buying Django jeans. You buy some old plates. You cover them with a towel. Smash them. Uh, get some concrete. It's Django. Like glass too, but Django. I'm sorry, I'm not. An old geezer. Wow. I do turn 32 in a week. My golden birthday. You're almost the age of Christ. 33? Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to go start going to church more, I think. So Might just oh, close. Well, I mean, I went, they're still doing it, but outside. I went to a movie a couple weeks ago. There was three people in the theater. What movie did you see? Tenant. Ooh, how was yeah. that? Um, it was very complicated. Um, yeah. and I had to pull up Wikipedia to follow along the plot line. Um, but the ending was satisfying, and that's uh, Denzel Washington's son, who's in the movie. He's he's pretty good in it. He sounds just like his pops. You pulled out Wikipedia after the movie or during the movie? During the movie, there's Dude, only three come of us on. there. I don't care if there's three of you there. You don't do that. That's yeah, rude. <laughs> okay, that's where we draw the line. Yeah, the, the it's not your experience. We're, we're just trying to help you. You can't. They're get on it the. Home. They were on the bottom floor. So I was listen, on the way the at the top. You, listen, I've listened to you. Now you listen to me. Okay. It's very, it's, it's very rude, and I would appreciate you not doing it again. I can't tell you not to. You're a grown man. You can do as you want, but I would say not to do it again. That would be my suggestion. There, I've said my piece. These artists creating these films this this cinema experience it's meant to be enjoyed to take you into the world of the movies and you're basically sacred yeah you don't even put your phone on vibrate you turn your phone off because that vibration causes you to pull away from the story i thought you're not following along get it together dude 
What's worse? It was Applebee's get together, baby. <laughs> is it is it worse to break pull out your phone during a movie or open up a can of soda or a big two liter of Coke and then go? <laughs> What's more annoying? Well, I, I, have to, I don't want to pick because both are bad. That kills me, bro. When you, if you bring your own soda to a movie, that kills me. That's cheap. Have you done that? Yeah, it's pretty bad. No, I haven't done that. You don't bring your own snacks either then, I hope, because you're... Com- no. Okay, good. 95% of the reason I go to a movie is to get uh, popcorn. You can't get that experience at home. Dude, um, have you tried making your own popcorn? From Colonel. I'm not talking about buying the packs. Yeah, you put it on the stove. I have the yeah. thing. You, you yeah. turn it. Throw in some spices. Yeah, you can just put it in a pan. You just put it in a pan with some butter or olive oil on the bottom and oh, yeah. turn up the heat. Cover I like it cranking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so movies, uh, it was fun, man. I really hope people start going to movies again. Well, now if people keep pulling up Wikipedia, that's why I don't go to movies. There's people in there pulling up Wikipedia laughing at unfunny parts, asking the person next to them that they don't understand what's going on. That's kind of, kind of ruins the movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's, there have been, I've experienced great theater experiences with people, like usually on a premiere, when everyone cheers when something happens and it's warranted and you kind of get excited with it, with everyone. But yeah, I just, people ruin movies more often than not. Do you guys cry easy in movies? What? <laughs> No, <laughs> not, not not generally. But if you're like involved in it and you have like a vested interest, you don't. Get What's a movie that you cried about? Gotta, what, yeah. what movie did you cry over? Got to be a good uh, good crier. Uh, um, Million Dollar Baby. Um, That's okay. Uh, Gran Torino when they when he spoiler alert when Clint Eastwood pulls out the fake gun and then he gets shot. Bambi. Uh, up. I am legend. He's got to kill the dog when the dog gets bitten. That's his only friend, his only what ally. About, what about Howard the Duck? Did you cry during Howard the Duck? Never seen mm-hmm. that. Very tragic you're sh- movie. You're showing your age. What about a Never Ending Story? Don't doesn't like a horse die in there? Right yeah, away the in the movie. Dies. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Uh, I Dumbo. They're making. He's getting made fun of because of his ears. I could felt that. When you were like a kid or now, like you would see Dumbo oh, now and you would. I would probably like, cry. You, yeah, because I. I'm a victim of bullying, being a heavy, heavy guy my whole life. Yeah, so I could, I could relate to Dumbo in his ears. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> Definitely Bambi, though. But yeah, recently, uh, recently, yeah, I did, I do cry in movies even now. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Like I Am Legend came out well in high school. I remember crying the first time I saw Godfather Part Three. <laughs> Because it was so I, terrible. And in, in, in I Am Legend, I was rooting for the pestilence. That's how bad that movie was. <laughs> but you have to, okay, anything with an animal. I mean, that German Shepherd, when he gets attacked by the. What about Cujo? Did you cry for Cujo? Okay. Uh, no. But I think I saw that. No, I definitely didn't cry during that. Or Jurassic Park, when the dinosaurs die in Jurassic Park. Does that make you sad? No, because those aren't real, but like... Uh, well, German you, you think they actually killed the dog in the movie? They didn't actually do that. Thank you. you. Know? Good point. But it's, but it's more believable, a German Shepherd getting bitten by zombie. I, I, am, I Am Legend is more believable, you, you'd say? Um, but I can't think of anything recently. 
What are your thoughts on Boogie Nights, though? P.T. Anderson. It's a, you know, I, I used to not like – when I first saw the movie, I didn't really like it. And then, uh, and then I hated some of the other stuff P.T. Anderson did originally, like Magnolia I didn't like. Oh, yeah. And then uh, – and, but then There Will Be Blood is awesome. Uh, his more recent stuff is, is really good. And then I went back and I saw Boogie Nights again. And from a cinematic perspective, I appreciated it more. That's such a tragic movie, man. Just uh, but we were talking about movies the other day at the cigar shop. Like, I don't like movies where, like, you dig yourself a hole and then it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Like the uh, before the devil knows you're dead. Have you seen that, Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. no, I haven't seen it. Uh, I hear Uncut Gems. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen it yet. But the Sandler, get, I haven't seen it. Couldn't get past the first five minutes. Uh, fuck. Maybe I don't like tra- to be stressed out. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like stressed out. Like, like uh, before the devil knows you're dead is a great fucking movie. They they end up robbing from their parents, but they have somebody else do the robbing, and then something bad happens, and then ten more bad things happen. And uh, I just don't like those movies. It's very like unsettling. I don't like horror movies either. That's, no, yeah. I don't like horror movies. Not at all. We are agreed. But or, or I was one time in a. I was at an event, and, or I just finished an event in like Portland, Oregon, and and uh, and we were we went afterwards went to go get dinner, and it was like a pub, and they had the TVs on, but the TVs had no volume, and they had like one of the Michael Myers movies, and he's like chasing this little girl, and he's like she's like climbing, she's in her like nightgown, she's climbing up into like a you know a loft or something, and he's like slashing at her feet, and I was like. Who the hell wants to watch something like this? It's like it's bizarre. It's like I don't know. I have, I have no like no, the, the Walking Dead. I don't want. I have no interest in any of that stuff. That's not uh, to me. That's yeah. It's, American it's Horror Story. I I never really got into no that. interest. Um, have you been watching any good TV? I saw this. Uh, God, I, there's a, a there was on Netflix. There was a German uh, dark series. Dark. Yeah, I saw the first season of Dark. Yes. Which. Which again is it shows you that you basically have to binge watch shows. Like if I if I didn't binge watch that, I would have absolutely no idea what was going on. Like it it, it was so like the characters are so connected in different ways that that if you watched like one episode and watched another episode like a week later, you'd be like, wait, who are all these people? It, it was uh, but it was pretty good. I thought it was an interesting uh, uh, you know interesting show. Um, I started watching uh, Raised by Wolves. That's the Ridley Scott directed the first two episodes, and he. What the fuck? Uh, and he, he produced it. Hold on, guys. All right, carry on. Is it your cat? Yeah, but I have my door. She must have gotten outside, maybe. All right, hold on. Fuck this shit. Carry on. God damn it. She climbed through your giant vent. So, uh, how's it going? It's going great. Um, Terrence, you a fan of chartreuse drink? No, oh, I was gonna say the color. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, I've never had a, the drink. All right, I'm a fan. I'm trying to broaden my horizons and get like Amaro's from Italy and other uh, bitters and stuff. But yeah, I'm a you fan. like Negronis. I, I like Boulevardiers better. So with rye whiskey instead of gin, gin, yeah, not a gin guy. I know. I'm. 
a gen guide too, but I just prefer uh, the Rye version. I don't think I've ever had that. It's pretty good. Um, it depends. I've made them myself and they were good. I've ordered them at a bar and it just it stink. Problem is, is like any drink that's not really common, you have to be careful because the bartender probably like you'll order an old fashioned and they give you like an orange and the whole thing. It's like dunked, it's like an orange with old fashioned drizzled over it. Mm. It's like, and they put like the the maraschino cherries in it instead of the black cherries. Simple so you just syrup. have to kind of know. Yeah, you yeah. have to kind of know who you're dealing with when you order drinks someplace. Well, that's why I I've grown used to margaritas made from scratch. So I don't like the the sugary ones you can get at uh, Taqueries or anything anymore. It's not my style. Oh, Tyler's back. I think he's back. I'm losing my fucking mind. Was a cat inside? You thought it was outside? Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe it was a second cat. It's like a second shooter, like JFK. Anyways, Troiner's cats. One's outside, one's inside at the same time. Hey, I'll tell you what. The neighbor. Oh, what the fuck. The neighbors next door, man, they got quite the Halloween setup. It's fucking freaky, man. Check out my story on Instagram or Facebook. They're back. I'm going to take some pictures later tonight or tomorrow morning. Raised by wolves. Pretty good. <laughs> Confusing as fuck. Um, a pretty decent comedy was on uh, Apple with Jason Sudeikis. It's about, like, soccer. This guy is a uh, college coach in the U.S., and he goes uh, to London and starts coaching a professional club out there, and it's, it's pretty funny. It's, uh, you know, it's not, like, super laugh-out-loud funny, but it's kind of heartwarming, but, like, not, like – it's got the chick from Game of Thrones in it, the, um, the nun who would uh, terrorize people. She ends up getting killed by the mountain. Never seen Game of Thrones. Oh my god! I, how? What? Why? Well, why not? I would. I would say, watch it because it was so good for a, a long time. But now, I mean, I'm sure you know that the ending is going to be disappointing. Yeah, people. Yeah, people hated the ending or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Sopranos ending. What do you think of that? Awesome. I thought it was great. The audience gets killed. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you you think the whole time that. That whole last season, they kind of set it up that you never see it coming and, and all that kind of thing. And you think that Tony is going to get whacked, and then you get whacked. I swear, the funniest thing about Sopranos is, I don't know the character's name, but uh, he ends up getting one of the guys, he, he turns out he's gay, and uh, he ends up getting a job at a construction site. Like, it's his first time having, like, a real job. So he, he gets to work. I think it's a farm. Isn't it a farm or something? Uh, he like yeah, goes yeah, up you're, to, yeah, he maybe, goes up maybe to the woods or something to hide out because they're going to kill him. And he's at a farm like, and, he, and he's got to do like manual labor. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's got to be lunchtime. And he looks at the clock. It's like 9 a.m. <laughs> he had been out there for an hour. Because I've had jobs like that where I worked in a factory and I worked 12 hours overnight. And the thing is like you don't want to check the clock ever. Because it was 12 hours. We got two 15-minute breaks. And I remember, like, I'm not going not gonna to look at my watch. I'm not going to look at my watch. And then you're, like, you finally, like, exhausted. You look at the watch. It's been 17 minutes. And you still have 10 more hours. I mean, <laughs> I, I could relate to that so much on so many different fucking levels. 
but I, my problem with TV is I don't like the boys. I think the boys is, is kind of cool. It's on Amazon, but I think they try too hard to be like, um, shocking. Like in some of the stuff, do you guys, have you guys seen the boys? Season two has not as I'm good seen. as season one. And yeah, that's why they were different because it was the game of Thrones type violence that comes out of nowhere that you don't expect. But yeah, they're, well, they're starting too many different plot points and the characters I'm not buying. Well, and then some of the, it, and the characters' names are awful. They're like, like the person's supposed to be like Thor. Uh, her name is Stormfront. Someone Mother's like Super. <laughs> yeah, someone's uh, is Homelander, like supposed to be Superman. Like, I'm thinking, like, what's harder to come up with a name for? Uh, a superhero or a fucking, like, cigar? Like, all the names are taken for cigars. Like, what can you come out with? And same with superheroes. There's not, like, all the cool superhero names are taken. It's, like, all the cigar names are taken, too. You just do what, um, like, Romacraft and uh, um, just with, like, letters and numbers, essentially. Illusion, right? Don't they do that, too? Simtex. You think that's a good name for something? Could be Sim- either a superhero or a cigar. Simtex is that like a grenade? It's an explosive. Uh, grenade, yeah. You don't play Call of Duty, do you, Tyler? I haven't played in months. I thought, well, Tyler, you wouldn't be Simtex. You'd be a Simtex. I, I definitely Ooh. would be. <laughs> oh, okay. It is September. Uh, but hey, let's bring this back to cigars a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, you guys had a really good 2019. You guys had an even better 2020, man. That that Supreme Leaf, man. Thank you. Uh, was you guys sold a shitload of? How many boxes were those each run? Well, again, this is always the thing. It's not. It's not that many. I mean, the first run was 500, and the second run was 2,000. Now we sold them very quickly, so that's good. And they sold through at retail quickly, which is even more important, obviously. Um, but that's not that many boxes ultimately. We, we, I mean, we sell more JFR in like a couple weeks than we do of, of that, but it, it creates excitement and it gets people, you know, fired up for the brand and for them, what, com- what comes next. And so, yeah, that's been great for us. The, the, the Cuban 109 has been really successful. The Lunatic Torch, which is a regular line, uh, has, has done really well, which is honestly, that's always uh, more rewarding in a way is when a regular line is, is doing well. Because on the, the, on the limited, I mean, yeah, you, you sold it, but could, could it have sold day in and day out? You know, you never know. Maybe yes, maybe no. But with a regular line, there's no, there's no, own, you know, uh, there's no need to instantly buy it out of fear that, oh, well, this is going to be here next week. I, I got to buy it now. Um, whereas on a regular line, you know, ah, well, I can always get that next week. So they tend to yeah. have more of a following if, if you're selling it. So. But, but yeah, you thank guys, you. It's been a great year. Yeah, but you guys never really like, I mean, you came out the the anniversary every year, but you guys aren't dependent on, you know, it's just something like a reward kind of, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that. so for the 109, like it's 250 boxes. It's nothing, but it's made by one roller. You can be very selective in wrapper. You can be very selective in the tobaccos you use. So it allows you to do some fun things. Um, that's again, it's really more of a reward for the for the consumer. Like the factories hate that stuff. Like that, like like people always ask, they're like, "Oh, what's like a, a tobacco that only you know there are five bales of ever or something like that?" And like like farmers hate that because it's not really valuable to them. Like they want something that they can produce on on a on a greater scale consistently over time. 
Um, so that's really where, you know, what keeps the, the lights on. But obviously for the consumer, it's nice to get something that that's exclusive and you can only get, you know, maybe once and that's it. Um, so last time I placed the order with you guys, I wasn't clear enough of what I wanted. And I wanted the, the Aganorsa Connecticut Robusto and Toro. And then you sent me the, uh, the JFR uh, Connecticut and, and uh, the Connecticut Toro and Robusto. Um, those are really fucking good. But what's the, what's the difference in the two blends? I mean, they both have the same Connecticut wrapper. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Connecticut, Aganorsa Leaf Connecticut is a little stronger. Um, partly because they're smaller cigar, you know, a Connecticut that's strong in a six and a half by 52 or a six by 60. Um, I, I don't think on that biggest cigar, it's really what a Connecticut smoker wants. They're, they're a little bit more on the low medium side. Um, the Aganorsa Leaf Connecticut is, I would say, is a, a true medium cigar. It's got some, it's got some kick to it. So I would say strength profile is really the biggest difference. So wait, which one's stronger, the JFR Connecticut or the Agonorsa Connecticut? I'd say the, the Agonorsa Connecticut, unless you disagree. Yeah. No, no, I I haven't had that one in a while, but um, I do like I had that the JFR this morning, and I had one when we first got them in. Um, that's a, uh, I mean, for the fucking price, that's the uh, the Robusto is what five by fifty two. Yeah, five by yeah five fifty two. Yeah, uh, I think we have it for six fifty. I mean that's that's a good um good for, yeah. good bang for your with, buck. Uh, Wisconsin tax. Yeah, fifty cents uh, state tax. Yeah. Um, Must be nice. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, more California. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah, and then the the torches um have been doing well, especially the 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 sixty ring gauge one. Um. Those have been doing well. I did try the seventy ring gauge. Um. And uh, that was like smoking a beer can. <laughs> it's a different experience, man. You know, they run the, what's, you're talking about you know, for the torch, right? The mad. Yeah. Book. Yeah. On that one, I think the flavor is the best on that, which kind of annoys me because I don't mm-hmm. like a, that big of a cigar, but I, I tend to smoke those more because the, I like the flavor more. You said um, now that that's the same blend as the old torch, right? Yeah, it's the same blend. We, it, the, the difference is essentially the sizes, the packaging, and that we also, the, the, instead of a shag foot, uh, it's a brush foot, and it's much shorter. The, with the original torch, you had to smoke the shag foot for, I'd say, close to 20 minutes, maybe more, mm-hmm. before you got to the actual wrapper, which is really a little bit too long. It's not the purpose of it. With the, with the new edition, you smoke the brush foot for like maybe five minutes, and then it hits the wrapper. So it has the effect of kind of waking up the palate. It's it's not, it's not really balanced, but it, it's got a lot of, you know, kind of zest to it. And then uh, when it hits the wrapper, it becomes more complex and even and balanced. Um, and that's what the point of that is. It's not to smoke the tobacco without the wrapper for a half hour. It's Sorry, Dom. It seems like it, the wrapper is a little darker. Is that, am I going crazy or is that I mean, different? You, no, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's Kodoho 99 Jalapa. It's, it's supposed to be the same great i mean sometimes you get a little bit darker in terms of the shade from from box to box but it should be pretty much the same thing and uh so whose idea was it to bring that one back bring that or bring that blend were you still making the torch no we we hadn't been making it kind of for a couple of accounts that that ordered it Mm -hmm. but it was another one i mean the packaging looked terrible and it didn't it was one size it was in a 30 count box 
it just uh it was a great blend like people would say it was a, gr a great blend they loved the blend um but uh but it was just it just didn't work because even if it was with all our products you wouldn't even know we made it practically and yeah. and the shag foot was just too long like somebody would smoke it once and they'd be like oh man i really enjoyed the cigar but they really didn't enjoy smoking just binder and filler for for 20 minutes mm -hmm. um and with the brush foot it's it's you're you're smoking the binder and because it's it's cut so you're smoking the binder and filler in proportion to one another the shag foot you, you, it's like the tobacco juts out and you're smoking just it's even more it's it's even more off than what it's supposed to be so uh th that was the main reason but we wanted to do it because people always like the blend yeah i like the the 10 count box thing is nice and uh you know you can for a hundred bucks, you can get a box of cigars. You know, that's like when people come in and they're looking for something to um, like hand out to friends or like they're having like a, you know, something like a 10 count box is always nice because it's not super expensive. You know, you're getting quality cigars and then it's something like it just um, displays better than you bringing a bag full of cigars or a bundle full of cigars. Yeah. And I think what's nice about it too, it's a good celebratory cigar kind of, you know, the torch, it's like something different. Oh, yeah. It's a you know a bachelor party or event. You're kind of you know, light the torch. Who came up with the Vitola names? The uh, visionary Ma uh, Max, uh, Max Eduardo's yeah son. Because I was watching um uh the new uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie, and they said lunatic, and then they said he was a visionary. I'm like, was Max watching? But this movie maybe, came out. <laughs> maybe he was. I mean, to be honest, again, it shows you that like it's important to like pay attention to other people and they realize you get, I, I'm, it's a sign I'm getting older because I, the names I thought were a little too, too much originally, but people seem to like the names. So it just goes to show you that you got to listen. He's, he, Max is a little younger than I am. So he, he's maybe a little bit more in touch with, you know, the, the current uh, culture. Well, that's what I love is seeing uh, an old guy come in and he's smoking like uh let's say like Viaje smoking like a zombie or something like that. It's just cool to see like an yeah. old dude smoking something like, you know, you just wouldn't see him, you know, usually like a Fuente or something, but to see him smoking yeah. something strong and something called zombie or something called whatever the fuck some of these names are. I can't think of any offhand, but I always or think the, that's the death cool. bucket. The, yes. <laughs> if I saw some like old geezer smoking that. I'd be like, Oh, nice dude. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's cool. Yeah. So, Dom, you have a question. I've been. I took not a question, but um, when I uh, order from you next month, I'm also gonna get one of those seventy ring gauge for my uncle because he pretty much only smokes flatheads. So I'd like to give him something else to try. Yeah. Oh, Thanks, Dom. You kind of look like you have a halo around your head with the with the with the light coming in. You think yeah, you it's natural. Look saintly. You look yeah. saintly. Throw up a mosaic window behind me. Yeah. So, Terrence, you, you missed a lot. Dom actually just moved. <laughs> so, um, it was we were in some troubled parts for a while because he wasn't able to smoke at his old place. Now he can. Now can do a podcast for real. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Much thanks. Tyler, we gotta we gotta get those backgrounds though. Like protocol, they have like the whole background with uh, their logo or something. I don't know. I painted a closet. Improve the mise-en-scene. Like, wait, no, what you said earlier, get your TV going with you doing curls. 
on loop. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Tobacco's my strength, too, Terrence. <laughs> Bales of... No, when I was down in Esteli back in March, uh, I actually visited uh, your guys' factory. You would skip or you just went yourself? I went, uh, I just said, hey, guys, you know who I am? And they said, get the fuck out of here. No, uh, Nick uh, took me there. Oh, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I saw the, they were building a new curing barn, I think, when I was there. At the, not at the, you mean uh, for fermentation? Or fermentation, there you go. Yeah. Whatever, it was a fucking barn. Let's not get, semantic. No, I'm kidding. I don't think it was a barn either. It was probably, you know, a <laughs> warehouse. Where they, there was lumber where they involved. Have the yeah. <laughs> there there's, was lumber. lumber. <laughs> uh, they could have been building a fire. That's your standard. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of lumber, and there was a lot of rhythmic um, hammering. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. But the trees back there are beautiful, man. When are you going back down there, bro? I don't know. Rainier from uh, HVC is down there now, but he had to take a charter flight, and he had to go through like El Salvador. It's a nightmare. I'm not doing that. When when it when I can just fly down there like a like a human being, I'll do that. But but if I have to go through like you know, uh, you know on the back of a horse drawn carriage in a in a in a bucket or something like that, I, I'm not uh, I'm not doing that. That's pretty dope though. If you can charter a plane, well, it's it's their chartered flight. I mean, he didn't he didn't you know it's not like a Cessna that he flew in on. It's like a it's a, a charter flight that had you know m- numerous people on there. It ain't cheap though. Even then, it's still expensive. Um, I saw that. Uh, I think Christian Arroyo's got his own plane or something. Yeah, he's. I think even. I think he had a company that sold planes at one point, or maybe oh, okay. he still does. I don't know. Because they were heading up to uh, uh, New Hampshire um, for the uh, Cigar Authority. Him and Husto were doing an event, and uh, I guess the windshield started to crack. So they had to come back down and uh, get the windshield replaced. No kidding. And uh, so they asked him, like, "Oh, how much is uh, how much does it cost for a, a new windshield on on the plane?" They're like, "Oh, it wasn't. It's not too bad. You know, fifteen thousand. We're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> not too bad." I was thinking like uh, nine hundred bucks. <laughs> you, you don't want to go cheap on your airplane windshield. No, that's uh, um, crazy. I was just doing some. Uh, um, training at work today about de-icing so that, that's coming up quick man we're going to start de-icing planes again that's not fun real quick shout out to our sponsor cigar noise uh dave west has internet again so um i haven't talked with him actually to see if we're going to start up cigar <laughs> noise weekly again but go check out the videos that we did a few months ago we had a good string of them yeah Terrence was on one of the uh, small batch Zooms with Dave. Yep, we had a great time. Yeah, you kept putting me in timeout, which I have no idea why. You know why. (laughs) Well, let's just talk about it for a quick second. Matt Booth said that you get out of the shower to pee. And I made a joke, and then I got booted, and then I left. And they're like, come on, come back. So I joined back, and they still had me in timeout, and then I really left. And then I came back and they let me back in. But that was kind of mean, Terrence. I never saw him. I didn't think he had a mean bone in you, but I well, learned, it was learned a lot about you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm tough but fair. <laughs> Judge Dredd. Are you um, – what's your obsession with Gabe Kapler? 
It's not so much I have an obsession with him. It's that, it's that uh, Will, Will Cooper hates him so much. And I just think that's funny. I did like him as a Red Sox player. He, he, was, uh, he was like a utility guy, but, you know, charged home plate hard. And, you know, was, he, he got into a couple brawls against the Yankees and things. So I kind of liked him. But the only reason I ever talk about him is because Coop hates him so much that anytime I have a chance to mention something positive about him, I do. It seems to be daily. I see, I'll be going through Facebook and I see Terrence Riley and I just see Gabe Kapler wouldn't have done that. And it had to do with like, oh. it's because he, he, he talks about him every day. And when he posts about him is when I say something. Otherwise I, I leave him alone. But anytime he brings up baseball and, and uh, you know, I can make a Kapler reference. I do. Are you watching sports right now? At football, all? football, baseball, won the Red Sox are absolutely, we're just terrible this year. So I didn't, I was interested in that. Um, I watched a little bit of the Celtics uh, Heat, although even though I'm a Celtics fan, I almost want the the Heat to win because I like Same. Jimmy Butler. Same. Jimmy Butler started a coffee cup in in, in, <laughs> in the bubble. He said he said it's a business trip and his family can't come with him. And then he's <laughs> and then he's thirty piecing people every night. So 30. I kind of uh, I kind of like uh, I kind of like Jimmy Butler, even though I'm a Celtics fan. So I, I'm kind of neutral in the series. Uh, I'd like the Celtics to win, but if the Heat win, I, I wouldn't mind because I'm, I'm kind of a fan of him. But other than that, um, basically just football. Yeah, I like the Heat too because Jimmy Butler played at Marquette, and then Tyler Hero has got the same first name as me, and he's from the same town. Really? He went from the, the same town that I went to uh, high school in. He's from Greenfield too, Greenfield, Wisconsin. He went to a different high school but the same city. So. Do you like Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade went to Marquette. Oh, yeah. Dwayne Wade went to Marquette, too. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was weird, man, because he took us to the Final Four. And I remember before, if you guys remember, um, right before he was drafted, they were like, they didn't think he was going to be good because they thought he was too small to be a shooting guard and too slow to be a point guard. And he turned out to be one of the top 20 players of all time, probably a top seven shooting guard in, ever, I think I was it's, honestly his, his first couple of years he was amazing. I mean he was he, he was good throughout his career, but his his first couple of years he would just dive all over the place. I mean it's he had to stop playing that way or he was his career was going to be about eighteen minutes. But yeah, but I uh, like when, I, I remember his rookie year uh, the Heat went up against Indiana in the playoffs and the Indiana won, but he he played it was like watching Jordan back in the day against the Celtics when he, he dropped sixty on them and they lost the series, but. But uh, but you you're like this guy is gonna be amazing. Yeah, he turned out to be pretty pretty solid. But yeah, I haven't been watching any baseball after the even the Bucks. They were you know I didn't watch much of that. But football, I'm you know I work Sundays at the shop, so I watched uh, the Packers. Jimmy so. Butler was forty piecing the the Bucks too. Uh, I didn't see it, so I wouldn't know. Uh, but yeah, Giannis got hurt, so that, that's my excuse. Even though he was, they were three and zero with Giannis. The Heat were three up three zero with Giannis hurt. So, uh, but hope, I think Giannis is going to stay, man. Everybody's gunning for him. I think Miami's gunning for him. Golden State, Dallas. I think he's going to stay, though. I think he wants to get Milwaukee a championship. You got that brand new arena. I was watching hockey until my Bruins got knocked out. Dom, what about you? You're a big football guy. You do fantasy and shit. Yeah, and I, I wanted to say 
uh, a little screw you to Rich, Crazy Canuck. Um, I played him in the ICS Fantasy League, and he put up over 200 fantasy points. Half-point PPR. No, so if, if you play fantasy, you know that 200 is like a number that maybe one team will get to uh, the whole season. He, he got, I think, 220 or something. Just absolutely destroyed me. And I sent him uh, a few stickers, hoping they make it to Canada. Uh, if he gets some, he's going to send some to Sean or to Smoke. Uh, if anybody wants stickers, hit us up. We got some. DM. We're branded. <laughs> Here's my sticker. Tyler. Uh, I'll send one to, to your headquarters, man. Tyler, I've done so much for you. I got a patch. Even... You sent yeah, me I got a patch. A, I've got to beg for a sticker. No, I was going to ask you if you wanted. The funniest thing is I gave, I don't know if I'd, I might have showed this last time, but I gave Skip uh, a sticker, and he was looking like he was going to put it on the front of his laptop, and then he looks over at me. And he flips the laptop over and puts it on the bottom. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, on there. He's like, I think that's where you guys belong. We're the <laughs> on the bottom where no one could ever fucking see it. <laughs> well, what if somebody, you know, stole it, they when they picked it up, they might see it. Uh, yeah, they steal everything off his porch. Could happen. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That truck he got sick though, man. The Ford F one hundred or some shit. F one fifty. I don't know. F one hundred. Nineteen sixty five. He had that puppy going up to 130 on the interstate. I made sure to have my seatbelt on and my helmet on. Oh, Gabe Gabe Kapler. I think he's got a big cranium, like uh, John Jaha and me. I haven't haven't measured it. Yeah, I heard he's got a notorious big dome. (laughs) Like like Peyton Manning. Another reason to like him. He played for the Brewers, I think. Kapler? I think so. Are you a, a Bill Simmons fan? I haven't really listened to him at all in a long, a long time, but I I used to back in the, when in his Boston days, like I used to I used to read his blog a lot. Uh, but then I, I'd say in the past like six years, I, I don't think I've read anything he's he's done or, or or written or or the you know I think he left ESPN a few years ago and haven't really kept up with him. He uh, he doesn't write anymore, but he um, oh, that explains it. <laughs> he does a podcast, and I think you might be interested in one. It's called the Rewatchables. So it's like uh, he'll have on a couple of film nerds, and then it's him who's just making funny shit about. But they did seven yesterday. Oh, yeah? That was their hundred and fifty hundred fiftieth podcast. Um, Great movie. Yeah, Fincher. Fincher. He's one of my favorite directors, man. He's great. You got Fight Club. You got Seven. You got The Game. I haven't seen The Game in a long time. I'm going to watch that hopefully tonight. Or I'm going to try to – Benjamin Button wasn't a great movie. But I you, haven't it seen It can't that. all be winners. And, of course, the show, social network is terrible. But God, I don't – that's a bad take, Terrence. I'm sorry, man. It's not a good that's movie. A, that's a bad take. Not good. Um, I feel like I like Benjamin Button. I've only seen it once, though. Like, Benjamin Button is like Forrest Gump with a guy that ages backwards. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. Nah. And it's a great it's a great reference. What about Panic Room? Panic Room is a good it's like meant to be like a B movie. It's 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 good. It's good for what it, it's supposed to be campy. It's not supposed to be, you know, I, I think he did a good job of what it's supposed to be. Gone Girl, he did a good job. Gone Girl. Of, 
He's great um, at like adapting novels to because both Gone Girl and Fight Club are better movies than or the books. equally good. It's either equally good or better than the book. Like it's a, it, it's like a photo finish at best but it's definitely you know a lot of times a book is like even when the movie's good you're like ah oh, the book was way, way better there's only a few movies i can say that about but fincher's done too where they're both he took everything that was good about the book and, and put it into the film uh girl with the dragon tattoo yeah you know i saw the sw- the swedish version of that first and then i saw that one so i don't know if i because i knew what the ending was and everything i don't know if i mm. i enjoyed it as much i thought it was good it, I, you know i didn't it was my favorite but it, it, i didn't dislike it what do you think um, of some of his casting? Sorry, Dom. What of some of his casting choices, like Social Network, Justin Timberlake, and then uh, uh, Gone Girl, Tyler Perry as a lawyer. I thought he was good, and then Neil Patrick Harris as the the, the yeah. loser ex boyfriend. I it, thought they were fine. Yeah, his casting's great. I think he does. A, I think he does a great job on those. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, overrated screenwriter. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he's kind of a he's a little bit of a one trick pony. It's kind of like. It's very, you know, it's like he's he's making plays that are movies. Like it's kind of the same dramatic tension, and you know, you have these soliloquies and this, you know, witty banter. And I mean, I think he's good, but it's kind of similar everything he does. Uh, Terrence, so we're we're over an hour now. Um, I want to make sure I get my last topic in real quick uh, before we let you go. Analogy. So if Chandeliers were a cigar. What cigar would they be? Davidoff. I'm leaning that way too. I'm trying to think of. Atabay. I'm trying to think of one though that has like some refractive. uh, Atabay is like a a, like an old school fireplace. I just think of the Atabays and those beautiful. the ceramic tubes. yeah well the the ceramic it was the, the tubos tubes. yeah yeah with the, they got some kind of humidity thing in there too chandeliers yeah hum- humidity fire far <laughs> i don't think that really makes any sense but <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying a chandelier is nice wait why are you saying fire with chandelier wait no maybe i am chandeliers are nice so are those tubos well i know okay so the gurkha Ghost or Ninja has that iridescent band. What other bands have done that? Viaje Skull and Bones. Yes. Okay. Um, the the flower something. Daisy. Daisy Cutter and Daisy Cutter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but sh- chandeliers are they're kind of like they're elegant but kind of simple. You know, they're not they're not. They're, what kind of chandeliers they're, you have? You're thinking of ceiling fans. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of chandeliers. <laughs> I mean, they're elaborate, but it's not like it's it's not like uh, a coat of many colors or anything. Chandeliers. Well, that's a great analogy, Dom. Thank you. Of course, gotta bring it back. I gotta do more videos. Is is that a, a Swifter wet backpack behind you? Uh, no, it's just a broom. <laughs> just a run-the-mill broom, you know. All right, standard. Okay, good. Everyone's so got if, it. What kind of cigar would that be? That broom, run of a mill broom. You trying to do two analogies in one day? Yeah, it was in one at right, a time. Right. Dude, let's not overdo it. Yeah, come on. What's the last movie you saw in the theater, guys? The Joker. Oh yeah, fuck. 
Yeah, that my, was the last that one might be I mine saw too. Before Tenant. What did you Which think of it? it? I thought it was disappointing. I thought I thought it was well filmed, but that it was there was no sense. If, like he, obviously he's like influenced by like Taxi Driver, for instance. Like Taxi Driver, you're kind of the character. You're not. You're less sure what to make of him. Like he's kind of he's kind of <laughs> awkward. Like you sympathize with him in certain ways, but in other ways, like obviously. He, you know, it's more of a, you know, it, it's more of a debate as to whether he's like, I, I don't think the audience is meant to be on his side necessarily, where in Joker, it's, they do everything they possibly can to make you sympathize with the Joker. And, it, and that's not really necessary. They don't need to do that. I mean, you could, you could just, as, you can just have the story tell itself. You don't need to have be hit think- over the head with like, this guy is sympathetic. He, He's really a he's really a product of his environment. Look at all these bad people that are around. Like it, it it's he's down on the dumps. Yeah. I I hold the Joker in the same light as I hold Donnie Darko. Uh, films Donnie that I thought great were great, but I don't necessarily want to see again soon because it was just so draining. What are other movies yeah. like that? Uh, you, you see Ghost Ghost Story? That was one I, I was like, ah, this was a really interesting movie. I hope I never see it again. With Whoopi Goldberg? I, no, that's Ghost. I'm talking about like oh. with uh, what's his name? The guy who plays the Joker. What's his name? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix. He's like, he he dies, and then he's like literally like a sheet ghost, and like he watches as like time goes on after he dies, and and his his wife or girlfriend like dealing with his death, and then new people moving into the house, and then just it, it it's it Sounds was like, like a, six sense. I haven't seen Requiem for a Dream, but I feel like that fit in the category too. That's one. I yeah, that's a that's a one view for me. Yeah, it's another that's one. That's a one view, and thank thank you, include me you, out. What do you think of that director? Uh, now it's just that Darren. Uh, Darren, I can never say his last name, but I uh, thought yeah. the Aronofsky what, what, or something. What else has he done? I'm trying to think. The the wrestler I thought was good. Oh, yeah, the wrestler was great. Wrestler uh, was great. Black Swan. Black Swan I thought was okay. I thought it was good. And then he did uh, one with Hugh Jackman, and it was awful. The Fountain. I haven't the seen The Fountain. The Fountain, yeah, that wasn't very good. And then his first movie was... Yeah, Thibodeau or what? Not, not Thibodeau. What the heck is his, his last name? Thoreau or it's like a, it's no, got an X in there, doesn't it? Aronowski or something like that. Darren is it Aronowski? Yeah, you're thinking of the the writer who's married to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Justin you're right. You're right. But was it, didn't he have something to do with Black Swan? Oh, he was an actor in Black Swan. That's right. He was the he was like the director of the yes, yeah, you're the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a one time see for me too. Uh I forgot that dude's first num- first movie. Uh, okay, well, this is my last movie question. Uh, well, I got a couple more. Um, what are your thoughts on Mulholland Drive and... Come on, Todd. Mulholland Drive is terrible. Terrible? And I'll, and I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you why it's terrible. Okay. Be, because that was filmed to be the, the pilot of a TV series that was going to play out over the course of years, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get it you know, going. And so he, he added like another half hour to it, and 
and and people were like this is genius and it's like ah the guy just couldn't get his pilot filmed and he threw in an extra half hour again there's there's a lot of references to like old school hollywood movies like gilda and all these things and some stuff by uh uh igmar bergman and, and all this stuff so if you're like a movie buff there's all this stuff in there that you can kind of enjoy but i think ultimately it's just a pilot for a tv show that didn't get picked up okay yeah i mean dom you, you studied film right i did but you guys know way more about directors than i do <laughs> well that's all i am. i always tell people that like they're like how'd you get into cigars well the same way i got into fucking movies is when i saw i remember my dad taking me to see kill bill in the theater and it was the first time i ever saw a quentin tarantino film and he's like i don't know if you're gonna like it it's probably gonna be weird as hell and then after i got out i'm like i gotta find everything that this guy directed and that's how like when i started at the other cigar shop i used to work at i remember going through the humidor and i'm like what is this lunatic stuff? And then I'm like, it just, I'm like, I never heard of it. And then I'm finding out all the stuff you guys, everybody uses your tobacco. You guys roll for a lot of people. It's the same, same kind of thing. Like you want to find out why do I like the cigar? Why do I like this movie? So when I, I get obsessed with shit like that, like I was obsessed with movies. I'd see a movie every single week, no matter what it was, I would just go and see a movie once a week with my dad. So I, I, I get way into the details of shit. Why do I like something? And then that was that way with sports. So it was, went sports, movies, now cigars. And then I still enjoy watching the occasional movie, but not like I used to, you know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan. But I hear a lot of his stuff is he takes stuff and does a – it's inspired by something, you know. Yeah, he is like, like – uh, and, and Glorious Bastards, uh, uh, The Searchers, there's like – there's, you know, or, or in uh, – What's the movie with uh, Jamie Foxx? Uh, uh, Django Unchained. Django Unchained, like the scene, like the scene where they're like shooting the guy up. They're up on like a cliff, and that's from Unforgiven. Oh. Okay. So, so they do a bunch of. He does a, again. He's in the, the problem with directors is sometimes like they're so restrained by the studio in their early days is that when they finally get full authority to do what they want, they kind of like throw up on this on the screen, <laughs> and it becomes mm. and it becomes like. Like a Quentin Tarantino movies are are now so Quentin Tarantino movies that that it's it almost takes away from the film because you're so you're reminded every two seconds that he's he's directing this. I, I so will say I though, very few directors have that freedom to do that now. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true, and, and and when they, I mean, it's understandable, but it's not not all. Of, I mean, not all of them go to that extreme. If you look at like Stanley Kubrick you look at like Barry Lyndon for instance like Barry Lyndon is not like like The Shining it's not you know it's not like uh, Spartacus uh, you know it, so he 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 kind of takes the I don't feel his movies ever he ever overshadows his movies whereas a lot of directors as they become more free to do what they want they begin to overshadow the movie well it's like uh, oh, um, hey guys I have 16 minutes left in my battery and I still need to download this. Um, so I'll okay. run in and plug it in. Just a heads up. Okay. Uh, well, we'll wrap this up. Like I was listening to that um, seven um, rewatchable and that was Fincher's second movie after aliens three, I think. Which he after, yeah. And he said if he wasn't going to do another movie until he read the script for seven, but um, the, or the ending 
was supposed to be just it would just, just go black. right to black. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, so he's still mad at the studio that they said, "Well, we got to have Morgan Freeman come on and which, do a yeah, which would have been a much better ending, by the way. That just to go black. Tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that uh, that's interesting, but like, um, like you know, there's so many. You know, like you got the Coen Brothers stuff. I like so, so, some of it. Some of it's yeah. And then uh, I like Christopher Nolan, man. Inception. Like Inception, fuck with my head, and you might not. I, I'm not a film geek like you guys, but uh, Inception, man, it was like, you know, I was thinking, you know, when you don't know if you're dreaming or not, then I'm start, I'm second guessing my life, you know. It's just, I'm like, <laughs> did did you see Memento? I was gonna ask you about Memento. I haven't seen it in forever. I should. I got the yeah, DVD. That's his, that's his first, I, at least first movie that I can think of. I man, I don't know if he did anything before that, but that's probably he, the he biggest did movie one he did or two time. before. Um, really? Yeah, but they're Are lesser okay? known. At least yeah. one before that, yeah. Um, I thought Memento with Guy Pierce. I thought that was a great movie. Yeah, I gotta. I mean, cause that I I like that one. I had to go and read the Wikipedia plot line. I was still kind of <laughs> lost. So I know there's a way where you can watch it uh, in chronological or, order, so you're not so fucking confused. What backwards? Like, <laughs> no, well, it's uh, you you know what it's like. It's different, you know. So if you can watch it. And how it's how it goes, and not where they're flipping back through time. Then it's like a, a straightforward, boring film. But you know, like I think Pulp Fiction. Tyler. Yeah. I really have to make sure I run inside and plug this in before All this right. whole thing does. Terrence, thank you so much. It was good talking to you again. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, you guys have a great evening, and uh, appreciate everybody who, who tuned into this. All all six of you, and. Uh, <laughs> We get more no, downloads really, later on. I, I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys having me on. It's I, I had a lot of fun. Thank you, Thanks, man. Thank you. Take Rock care, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah.